Okay, we're ready to go. Episode 217. 217. Are you guys ready? Are you prepared? Um, Have you... Um, oh, excuse me. Video is still pulled up. <laughs> um, kind of wanted to start it off with something special. The, um, the CIA is celebrating uh, Pride Month. So here's a nice little... Uh, Nice little vidya for Pride Month for this from the Happy CIA. Pride from the National Security State, bitch! I'm gay for the CIA! Lockheed, Dine Corp, Raytheon, women are running the military-industrial complex Christmas now. Carol? The future is female, <laughs> bitch! Murder is not a straight white male space anymore! I made this thermos out of a butt plug! I love my country and I love cock! Have some pride and drop those bombs, bitch! Woo! Even the prisoners of Guantanamo Guantanamo Bay were like, we love you, bitch. I would burn them with lit cigarettes and they would say, you go, girl. I was on Grinder in Abbottabad, Pakistan, luring terrorists into a cave and then fucking them Christian. <laughs> I fucked ISIS Christian. War is for everybody. War is forever. Like love. So you fucking look at that fucking death machine up in the sky and you say, you know who's in there? Probably some queer who's fucking proud. Happy Pride. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is Tim Dillon, who is a gay comedian, but he, he's not that gay. Yeah. <laughs> he's more like you, you know, but you're not gay. No. But he, he acts more like you or me. Okay. <laughs> than like a regular gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into this mode sometimes. I think he might be the funniest person on the planet. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I fucked that ISIS was, Christian. That's genuinely funny. <laughs> oh god damn it! Let's let's find us a song to come in. You know, I got, still, a, I got a good one. You got a good one. We're yeah. still doing the. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. I love this song. The playlist it's part of my summer playlist. The summer playlist, you guys. We're still fucking it's doing very summary episode two one seven. All you skirts know what's up with two one seven. It was so good that I put it on my Amazon Music uh, cloud. Did you? Yes. It got the nod. Are we ready? I'm ready. These words are my own. Is this Natasha motherfucking betting for you? It certainly is. Oh, shit. <laughs> Speaking of Pride Month, what the... Just kind of cut off there, pal. There we go. <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> I do genuinely like this song. It's, it's a great song, actually. But she's one of those, I was thinking about it. She didn't quite make it. She had a couple hits. Yeah, but I'm saying, but she didn't. I think she's one of those that the... The the uh, record company was really banking on. Yeah. Like she's pretty. She can sing. Here's a great song. We're off to the races. She probably. I imagine. I imagine they look like Pat Oswalt in the Art of the Deal. Like they're it's like the Merv Griffin. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> I love this song. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. They have a. She has a breakdown here where she's talking about. This was like this was the uh, Call Me Maybe of 2006. Is it? Or when did this song come out? Because this was the song of the summer, I think. Just like Call Me Maybe was for like 2012. I don't... It was probably a... I can't remember. I mean, it is a great song. It's got uh, it's got everything you need in it. It's got a great hook. It's got... I'd say it might be the greatest song of all time. <laughs> Figure it out. It might be. 
I was going to say sixpence none the richer. <laughs> well, I mean, but... Well, the way they descend from the D chord to the D major 7 chord... Do they really do that? To the D7 chord, back to the D major 7 chord. It's fucking gorgeous. Who, Sixpence Done the Richard? Yeah. <laughs> bing, did they really bing, do bing, that? Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, fucking, I do it all the That's time. That's a great song. <laughs> I, do it, I don't give a shit what Nearly every says. song I write, I do that exact thing. Well, yeah, I was listening to the 90s, uh, the 90s on 9 on uh, Sirius. Uh-huh. I, was, I was driving up to Fayetteville and that song came on, and I legitimately cranked it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you cranked it. Why wouldn't you crank it? I mean, I cranked off to it. Oh. I mean, it was. I oh. felt like I was an absolute yeah. Dawson's Creek and Pacey was sitting beside me. Did you me, pull so over and just start giving the helmet old pull? Over. The old I got shit to do, sir. Oh, a little golly mountain, golly mountain cr- get down, golly mountain crank. <laughs> Can we call it a golly mountain get down? That's what we're going to call it right here. Cotton Hill cocking. <laughs> that was a reach. <laughs> I tried. Cotton Hill cockwank. <laughs> Schwammo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll, the Sultan of Godfather, a gash. The four-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year here on West Virginia Podcasters Association four-time podcast of the year. The most important man in the world. I am Dutch Underwood, and along with me, as always, is the White Samoan. Not so important, man. The 47th most important man in my life. Not just in the world. Damn, Dutch. (laughs) Well, I have friends. (laughs) (laughs) The White Samoan, the first black man ever ice skate backers down the Cannonwall River. The Boomer Bog Trotter. Boomer Bog Trotter. That's old Chucky Atata Sex over there. And as always, the greatest claw machine operator the world has ever known. Claw Machine Craig. That's what they called him in the circuit. Um, the Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. He's not your average Joey Bag of Donuts. The Mance Raider of Regenerative Farming. I didn't plan That's that. That's old that Johnny Liberty Sacks, the uh, Dirty Shame. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Add this to the list of the songs <laughs> of the summer. <laughs> Sing from the back of my throat. It's almost better. I'm so yes. confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing him out of the line. Like, no, I'm going to be famous. This is great harmony, though. Good song. It's very North Carolina esque. Oh, because they're from North. Yeah. This is shag music, isn't it? No. Shag music is like 50s. Didn't that 50s it, dance? Isn't the shag thing from the. Uh, it's from North, it's from North Carolina. Beach. That's why Alabama had that song, Dancing, Shagging on the Boulevard. Because they start out at Mother there Fletcher's. Sh- there was a shag club in um, in Carolina Beach called Cruisers. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. Nobody went there. Nobody went there? <laughs> no. I mean, it was a really nice place. And was it a local None place? of us went there. Like, we'd go there on occasion. Like, and I, and I mean, all the regulars that went to all the other places, the dive. I'm going to throw out some, from, some names here. The dive and the shucking shack and last resort. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. <sighs> Suffocation. <sighs> no breathing. <sighs> Don't give a fuck if something's something. Yeah. I love that song. No, you don't. I do love that song. It plays every time we go into the gym when there's other people in there. Does it? No. I'm so sorry. Anyway, John's here. <laughs> it's a nice Saturday afternoon, evening. I would I would guess this is considered quite a warm now. day. 
It's 147 degrees here in, in Charlton Heights. Is that a record? I think the record's from 1973. It was 152. So, got a ways to go. We can get there if we start a fire. Let's do it. Okay, let's burn the fucking house down. Fuck it. Pitter patter. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> Anybody do anything interesting so far this week? Any, uh, you guys want to talk about the debates that I'm probably the only one that watched? I have opinions. Yeah. I've already told you those opinions. Hit us with it. And my opinion is <laughs> here's my opinion. They chose Joe Biden, creepy, sleepy Joe, a long time ago to be the guy. And all of this, all of this shit that they're putting on, pretending like they're making a choice right now, is a dog and pony show. You know, I wouldn't mind a good dog and pony show. Who doesn't like I dogs? I wish it was a dog and pony Who doesn't pony like show. ponies? I like both of them. Dogs riding ponies. I like dogs and ponies much better I want to see, that. for once, the goddamn ponies <laughs> riding, riding the, the dogs. dogs. I bet it'd have to be a very small pony and, and a, very a very large dog. You can make that happen. We can make that happen. Uh, we can get an Akita. We yeah. talked about Akita's last get week. He's got a broad back there. They get, got a huge back. You got a Mastiff and a little Sebastian. There oh, you go. shit. You got a good You got good times. Little Sebastian. That song is a little Sebastian song. Is that Mouse Rat? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, see, they had to split the debates up because there's roughly 423,000 people running for fucking president. For, I, in the I, 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 I forgot to say, <laughs> I throw my hat in there. There are. <laughs> There are about 4,000 more people running than there are ideas amongst them. To run them. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the only uh, the only person that has any ideas, well, they're all stealing ideas from Bernie because he made such a big impact. And that's fine. If you're going to do that, cool beans, daddy-o. But make Bernie your running mate. Yeah, he's not going to win. No. Because he, now he's he's gone from hopeful upstart guy to cranky wagging his finger at everybody guy. And, and I think I like that guy better. It's not endearing to me. No, he's not wagging your He's shake fist guy. Yeah, he's doing something yeah. up there. <laughs> he's you kids. He's combing his hair Joe now. Biden, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> he's combing his hair now. Joe Biden obviously has plugs. <laughs> and they're not good. <laughs> That's good. They look like ant, ant legs. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the, the, they split the debates up. They had Elizabeth Warren in the first one with a bunch of other people. I heard she did well. She did fine. They didn't. The only person that had a smear question was Tulsi Gabbard. They smeared her because um, when she was a teenager, she was uh, anti LGBTQAI LMNOP. LMNOP when she was a child up until maybe she was 20 or something. And they asked her about that. And she had to go into a thing how over and over again, I've. I've uh, changed my changed my fucking mind because that's what you this. do when you're a goddamn adult. Why are you fucking even asking me this? They didn't ask the Elizabeth. She should have been like, "Why aren't you asking her about the Indian thing?" If Jesus you, Christ! If you had researched my past, you would have researched the part where I went over this a million times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I changed my mind, absolutely. <laughs> but um, I mean, Elizabeth Warren did fine. She's like, uh, she's like a really thorough. Uh, she's like fucking Miss Snyder. Miss Snyder, yeah, she really is. <laughs> She really explains just, everything really well. Let's just drill something into your head. Sort of. So many times. But uh, the only person that was worth a damn on it was Tulsi Gabbard because she mentioned ending fucking wars. They asked her, they asked her question about... She's not going to get elected. Nope. They asked her question about <laughs> income inequality between men and women. And she went into a spiel about ending fucking wars. And I was like, yes. End the fucking wars. And then do then, whatever you want. Then we'll talk. Yeah. 
She went to a spiel about ending wars, and then some guy they asked her another question that had little to nothing about Iran, yeah. and she said they killed a robot. Essentially, her things they shot down a robot. Why should we go over there and kill a bunch of people because they shot down a robot? Absolutely. And then another Absolutely. guy started screaming at her about it. Well, if we if because she wanted to get pull, pull she wants to pull everybody out of, out of Afghanistan, and the guy over across the road there, ten thousand people from her was like, if we didn't have people over there. When we didn't have people over there, that's when they attacked us. That's when the Taliban attacked us. And she goes, it was Al-Qaeda that attacked us on 9-11, not the Taliban. There wasn't a single person from (laughs) the alleged people. Isn't that the best when you get somebody who's really dumb and all you have to do is throw out an indisputable fact? Well, that doesn't work with Donald Trump because he's just going to talk over you. But, you know. And, yeah. and they just uh, uh, and and then she said, "If you want, want to talk about people har- harboring and sponsoring terrorists, why don't we talk about Saudi Arabia?" Okay, let's move on. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "What?" She's I mean, she's a fucking badass, and I like her. I've always, I'm, everything I'm, I've seen about her, I if like I'm her. going to vote for anybody, and I'm probably not, I might write her in because she's they're not going to give her the nomination. She was the number one trending person on Google, and they blamed it on bots and Russians after the the debate, after the first night of debates. I was like, you are the Russians. Are the Russians Russians, um, still behind Donald Trump, or are they behind (laughs) Tulsi Gabbard? I don't know. I don't know. And they also talk about how she's. um, They're behind. They're behind everybody that's not Joe fucking Biden. They they blame her. They talk about her going over to uh, Syria and talking to uh, that guy, the Syrian president. Yeah. And you know what she did over there? She kept us from killing everybody in Syria. That's what she did. But that they, they think that they're best friends now. There's no proof that that guy gassed his own people. Why would he gas? We, we pulled people out of there, and two weeks later, he gassed his own people again. Look at this. Why the fuck would he do that when the most powerful fucking um, force on the planet decided they weren't going to kill everybody there? Why would he just go and gas his own people again, you fucking retards? I can't believe people believe this Okay, bullshit. I've got this. You got a super cut? No. First of all, let's recognize the, the situation we're in, that the American people deserve a president who will put your interests ahead of the rich and powerful. That's not what we have what right else? now. I think we're talking about this in the wrong way. You're talking about one bill over another bill. Really what we're talking about is our objective, making sure that every single sick American in this... ...for launching her campaign was to issue an apology... Okay, to hold the on. LGBTQ I'm community. trying to find so much money, Here, money that's coming out of every one of our pockets, money that Talk should be war. going into Tim Ryan was the guy she home, meeting the needs got into of people it with. here at home. We are no better off in Afghanistan today than we were when this war began. This is oh, why he's so it's pissed. so Look important at him. to have a president and commander in chief. Well, she's got that beautiful who knows woman. The cost of war. Who's ah, she's ready fucking to do the hot. Job on day one. I am ready to Isn't do that job. Isn't she part uh, Hawaiian? She's from Hawaii. I would just say I don't want to be. I don't want to be engaged. I wish we were spending all this money in places that I've represented that have been completely forgotten, and we were rebuilding. No, but you don't. But the reality don't. of it is, if the United States isn't engaged, the Taliban will grow, and they will have bigger, bolder terrorist acts. We have got to have some present there. As, the the as Taliban was Ra- there long before we came in. They'll yeah, be and they there were, long yeah, before we exactly. leave. Well, we cannot keep U.S. And troops deployed to Afghanistan thinking that we're going to somehow squash this Taliban I that has say, been there that every other country that's them. tried I didn't say She's been. got him and he hates when it. When we weren't in there, they started flying planes into our buildings. So I'm just saying right now. He thinks he's dropping the mic now. Right. Us on the, 9-11. The, 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 well, I understand. I don't even I don't even believe that that's right either, but whatever. I think there's, there's, there's some, actually some evidence that Al Qaeda is mostly invented. I just I don't know. Uh, just to see 
Like I was watching, uh, you know, rage watching a little bit, old clips of this idiot that was in the Women for Trump super PAC. Her name's uh, fuck. It doesn't matter what her name was. She is one of the stupidest human beings that I have ever witnessed draw breath. And she was representing a super PAC on national television on a major network, arguing things that were demonstrably false. And she stuck to them like a pit bull. She's a moron. That's what kind of, and we have people running who are morons. We've got people representing us on TV who are morons. It's just chock full of morons. I mean, it's that's, pretty bad. It's not chock full of raisins anymore. It's chock full of ra- chock, chock full, full of, of nuts. <laughs> chock full of nuts. It's a goddamn payday bar up there. <laughs> but none of the, none of them really had anything original to say. It was all derivative of anything Bernie Sanders ever said. Millionaires and billionaires. Millionaires, billionaires. Blah, 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 blah. I, I love Bernie though. But it's um. They they say that uh, on night one that Elizabeth Warren won the thing. I don't know. any poll that I saw. It was at Tulsi Gabbard. She got to, she didn't get to talk as much as. Well, now that I've seen that, I'm gonna go home and watch it. Like all her highlights, like to see how she did. And, and that Tim Ryan guy, I just I immediately saw him. I immediately despised him. He released a statement afterwards, talking shit about her, saying that uh, she, if she didn't spend all of her time over in Syria buddying up with Assad, then maybe she'd know the, the thing. Or, and Jesus, these motherfuckers! They're just gonna bury her because she's anti-war. And if, even if she does get through, they're going to kill her because she's anti-war. So whatever. Well, that's that's the thing is that um, they just mm-hmm. it doesn't it, you can't be anti-war in this country because everybody looks at you like what are you some kind of fag or something like I, I mean they 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 still they they call you a hippie and they say why don't you go beat your drum in the airports you know what I mean that's that's yeah. the image they always have yeah it's like no I just don't want to see my, our children go over there and fucking die for nothing for nothing for nothing that you can show me that has ever been fucking other than World War II since World War II there's not been a decent war fought there's not been a, a war fought that was that was needed to be fought not one fucking life should have been spent none none of ours. Exactly. I mean, we're getting involved in everybody else's wars. Hitler, Hitler had to be stopped. That's all there was to it. He really had to be stopped. In World War One, that's even debatable too. I would say that World War Two is the only war in the past. I don't know how long that needed to be fought. World War One, that was Europe's problem. That was a bunch of countries that surrounded Germany, and you know, everybody said, "Well, Germany had this." This insane, insane fear, this paranoia about being encircled by by uh, by enemies. They didn't have a paranoia being encircled. They were encircled by fucking enemies <laughs> who who did not wish them well and did not want them to step into the world stage. They were shouldering their way into the fucking limelight. They were a nation of only forty years old at that point. It was they'd only been around for about forty or fifty years before World War One started. So they were stepping up and had a big birth rate and had, you know, a, a world-class economy and a huge army. They were saying, hey, we want some shit. We want to be able to, to determine our own destiny. We want to be able to create our own industry and, and, and have some self-determination. France said, fuck you. No, you can't. England said, fuck you, too, because we control that shit. It's still our world. You know, until after World War One, Britain still ran the world. The sun did not set on the British Empire until after World War One, and then we hoovered up all their fucking money when they were buying, you know, buying weapons from us and into us for massive fucking war debt, and then we became the the, the premier power of the world. So that war we did not need to fight either. Fuck them. They, you know, if they want to fight amongst themselves over a bunch of nonsense, let them fight. Fight amongst yourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Fucking Linda Richmond should have been sitting over there fucking... And now we get involved in everybody's shit. Exactly. We're, Vietnam, are you fucking kidding me? Do we really have to spend, how many lives was it? 427 million. No. I, I, I think it was 35,000. 35,000. That's American, a lot. 35,000 American lives. That's a football stadium. Uh, you know, That's young, young kids, young poor kids, by the way. Oh, they the weren't sending the rich kids? Are you serious? And they didn't send the rich kids? Well, I mean, we got one sitting in the fucking White House. Not a fan of that war. <laughs> Not a fan. And you know what? Of all the things he's done, I'm sure all dodging the, the draft. That's a number one. I would like to see. Some, I, 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 I'd like to see a Family Guy thing though, <laughs> where they make fun of him for saying that, and then it's two friends, and they both get their fucking draft notices, and they run out of the run out of the fucking down the street. Yeah, they give them a high five. <laughs> We're big fans of Vietnam. We love it. That's a that's a Family Guy skit <laughs> right there. <laughs> Did you see the thing that he, that he shared during the debate? With, it was like oh, whenever the whenever the power cut, yeah, and uh, it, it, it's it's like the power cut, and then like and then Crazy's train starts playing, and Donald Trump walks <laughs> like the silhouette of Donald Trump. We'll try to find it. Fucking ape walks out there though. He's got that Sasquatch arm swing. <laughs> God, he is so fucking. He is so stupid looking. <laughs> and it's like I I I I bum 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 bum. Yeah, that bum, pissed bum, Ozzy bum. off. Apparently, <laughs> he told him not to use the song anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, he did. <laughs> well, he didn't use it. Somebody made that. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that they well, here, here, they had a technical difficulty in the middle of the... 17 people were killed in a school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. What's happening? We are, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to get this technical uh, situation. It's so funny. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> 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 Piece of shit. But <laughs> it's so funny. It is. We prepared for everything. Guess what, guys? We are going to take a quick break. We're going to get this technical uh, situation. Yeah. See, it's another one of my theories that there's a that there's a Donald Trump clone, like a stunt double, <laughs> so that like when he's doing when he's um. Where was he? He was like he was at the G twenty. The G twenty. So while hit the real Donald Trump there, or maybe the clone is there. I'm not sure. But there's another Donald Trump somewhere else. God, I hope that's not true. <laughs> so you think there's multiple Donald Trumps? There's at least two. Well, he is a sponge. <laughs> I also think that he's able to time travel. God, I mean, not like to any time. But he's got he's got a machine that can go back to just like, a, just his own timeline. I'm going to go back yeah. and see how great it was at Legos. Look, look, <laughs> I glued him to the floor so my brother couldn't play with him. That really happened. No, no, by that's the way. awesome. It's <laughs> the type of shit that my brother did. Night two of the debate had uh, Bernie and Kamala and Joe Biden and Andrew Yang, Yang Yang. And uh, <laughs> I know you don't like Kamala Harris, but here's the thing I have about her. Okay. Um. Anytime now. I can pull up her and uh, Biden going at it, and then I can pick apart her and Biden going at it. Um, Plus, I don't like her name. No, I, I just don't like... I don't like... Uh, I, I just want to see uh, Kamala Harris... You, you want to you want to see her against Trump like he has yes, to go okay. up against a powerful well, black well, woman. That's what I'm saying. Not no, not just the fact that she's black. The fact that she's uh, the fact that she's on you know she's on task at all points. She's oh, there's no doubt that she's a smart lady. 
Yeah, and and I want to say I would even say she's smart, but I want to see her. You know, you see tit, her tits. You see her tits. <laughs> I do think she's pretty, but I, I but I do I want to see her like do do what she does to in in Senate hearings to Donald Trump, and like because he can't intimidate her. You yeah, know what I mean? Hit her. He can't beat her up. Well, that but, but he he couldn't he he he's intimidated by her. You know so, but um, well they uh something about I don't know. Here's the thing. I guess I could. Pull it up. It's kind of long. I don't want to do the whole thing. Of course, there's a fucking ad, and it's a long fucking ad. Why do they do this to me? Revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I watch a whole ad with hockey players. Ferda. So, on the issue of race, I couldn't agree more. Somebody said something about reparations. It's still not being talked about truthfully and honestly. I, there is not a black man I know, be he a relative, a friend, or a coworker, who has not been the subject of some form of profiling or discrimination. Growing up, my sister and I had to deal with the neighbor who told us her parents couldn't play with us because she, because we were black. Why are you trying and to play with I the parents? I say also that that in this campaign, we have also heard, and I'm going to now direct this at Vice President Biden. Um, I do not believe you are a racist. And I agree with you so brave. when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe, and it's personal, and I was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you Look talk about head. the reputations yeah, his plugs of are bad, two dude. Those are plugs, brother. senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation Just be bald, of nigga, race you know? in this country. And it was not only that, but... You also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was She's talking about herself right now, just in case you didn't know. To integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. Oh, no. So I will tell you that on this subject, it cannot be an intellectual debate among Democrats. We have to take it seriously, we have to act swiftly. As Attorney General of California, I was very He's proud got liver to put spots in place on his head. A, a requirement that all my special yeah, agents does. would wear He's body just... cameras and keep those cameras on. Senator Harris, thank you. Vice President Biden. And like, she gets the grandstand about race and all this stuff, and that's great, but she became a prosecutor and was locking up truant, the parents of truant children, cracked down on uh, marijuana and all the other drugs, and yeah. put people in jail. For and they, this is the three strikes and you're out state too, California. Right, you go to jail for life after that's three crazy. drug that, that, See, and it, that's nonviolent so, people. That's so odd in a state like California, mm-hmm. which is by all appearances progressive. It isn't. I think that that's, because I think that that's perfectly representative of California. It's big. It's just another example of big state. Mm-hmm. But she gets the grandstand on that. But she locked up more black people than everybody on that stage. Combined, she's a piece of she's a fucking cop. That's all she is. She's a fucking cop. Fuck her. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck their whole families. Fuck them all. They can suck the fattest part of my nuts. Can, Every single one. Can they? They're allowed to. Can they get? They their, may. Can they? I'm not going to force them to. Can they get their mouth around it? The, the largest part. Joe Biden definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden, he's like a boa constrictor, son. He can, <laughs> he can disconnect that jaw. He can that jaw. He can get it in there. He can. He's get like it. some creatures I've. Uh, this is a good segue. Okay. He's like some creatures I saw on the uh, Blue Planet 
part two on the on, oh, the, yeah. on the Netflix. The uh, flicks of net. Yeah. Um, what are we done with the uh, debate? I just want to, uh, everybody was talking about Kamala and mm-hmm. Pete Buttigieg. And Pete Buttigieg is a uh, perfect politician. He says everything really well, never stammers, never never does anything, mm-hmm. but he never actually says anything. That's, you know, yeah, he's, you're absolutely correct. And he, he takes memes off of like prof- progressive Facebook. He things. drinks 40s with his pinky up. Yeah. He takes uh, like statements from memes on progressive Facebook. What kind pages. of forties? <laughs> old Mickey's? English. It was old English. Was Mickey's. Yeah. It's the only way to fly. Colt forty-five. If he's around black people, Colt forty-five. I used to drink Colt forty-five. <laughs> around forty-five. We're talking about, people. We're talking about I, I, something that he actually did. <laughs> I did do that. You pandered. You pandered to I people pander by, to by, drink, by drinking a forty in front of black people with your pinky up. No, I didn't. I drank Colt Cause he, 40. Cause he I actually I did that. He did do that. <laughs> I, I drank, oh, did he? Yeah, that's what okay. I'm, I'm making a reference oh, to. Yeah. I didn't really. To that's like, awful. That's an awful thing. It's like, it was like pretty blatant. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I drank Colt 45 because it was cheap. <laughs> and because I like, I it. want as much alcohol Hur- as I possibly can exactly. get. Hurricanes, <laughs> hurricane, Mickey's written no Co- I mean, Cobra. Uh, see, no, mm. y- y- there's a cutoff. You you can go down on quality to a certain extent, but then you're just talking formaldehyde. You're drinking, so you know. I, I was like, well, I don't like formaldehyde. I still want alcohol, but I don't want to pay out the nose. So let's stay away from that Miller Genuine Draft, and we'll go to MGD is good. How dare you? MGD's sir? beer. <laughs> MGD is good. Isn't that the, that's the, why it's the called champagne the champagne of, of beer. Champagne so. of no, beers. that's High Life. High okay, Life is a champagne. Yeah. MGD is uh, it's the uh, Ciroc. I, I, no, I was I no, I liked Mickey's. MGD, we was, MGD was like the Budweiser of Miller. Yeah, gotcha. There's like MGD Miller Light. Then there's High Life, which is like Select or something. Yeah, but it was still cheap as fuck. Yeah, it still is. But the the Pete Buttigieg guy, like he he said something that I've seen on a dozen Facebook pages. How can they pr- pretend to be Christians? Whenever they blur, I was like, "Oh Jesus, fucking everybody's like, yes, Queen, yes, <laughs> yes, Queen." Like, we're all yes, thi- we're bitch. all thinking it. We're all thinking it. He had the courage to say it, and every, everybody's just automatically putting him and Kamala Harris just because they speak well. Whenever there's not a real idea going around in any of their heads, they're going to keep doing the same shit, and you're going to pretend like it's cool. Fine, whatever. Blue Planet, go. Um, no, they, okay. It's all about Blue Planet was just like an o- the first one was just like an overview of the ocean, you know, just like how it does this and this. This was more in depth talking about the creatures that are in it and stuff. Do you know how fucking nuts the ocean is? It's pretty fucking insane. I mean, do you, do you have have any di- the the diversity of life in the fucking ocean? I love diversity. No, actually, no. No one does. Well, uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. I was, I was getting ready to say, there isn't diversity. I was like, what? How dare <laughs> you? Your question was, do you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, fucking I'm nobody does. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just talking There's about- hundreds of thousands of species that haven't even been It's crazy, man. It's crazy. There's some fucked up looking shit down there. Well, okay, and and some crazy You know, I was going to go into a bit, but I'm not going to bits, where I was going to say- <laughs> where I was gonna At say, least you recognize your strength. Go, fuck you. <laughs> where I was going to go team mammal, because- the, the the most some of the most successful creatures in the ocean are mammals. Mm-hmm. So they're they're the largest. Um, they're the most intelligent. And that's debatable. Well, no, not really. Um, Biggest penises. Well, the sperm whale has a six foot dick. So that's yeah, what I'm saying big dog, big dog. It's a big old hammer. Um, it's hell of a horn. But the, <laughs> but there was a at one point. There's a there's a creature which I didn't even know, and I've. Uh, Nature documentary enthusiast There's a creature called a false killer whale And it is Of course a cetacean It looks like a cross between a killer whale and a beluga But with 
teeth like it's it's a terrifying animal you know and it clicks and they're and it was chasing some fucking bottlenose dolphins they were going to eat these bottlenose dolphins and the bottlenose dolphins couldn't get away it was like a horror movie they're swimming and they're freaking out talking to each other and the, and then the fucking uh, and then the false killer whales are in a pod just like after like yeah you keep swimming it's not going to make any difference we don't get tired but apparently <laughs> these two pods we've been working on our cardio knew each other and they can oh. cross communicate Oh, shit. So one of them hit another one, and then one of them clicked at him, and then they turned around, and they, they stopped doing it. They apparently, <laughs> apparently, they knew each other, <laughs> and they were not fighting anymore. They were, they, the false killer whales were no longer attacking. They let him be, and then they started hunting together. They started hunting other creatures. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> mammals are awesome. Go mammals. You know, we're fucking... <laughs> That's insane. Sharks are, you know, they're yeah, they're savage stuff, but they're really fucking stupid, mm-hmm. and they they're just automatons. They really don't. There's no real thought involved other than ambushing. They when they breach, that's an ambush. But that's dolphins. Actually, here's one of the crazy things that happens. Dolphins will pick up pieces of coral, lift them up in their teeth, drop them. And watch it. It's a game, and they can see which one can drop the slowest, and that's how they win the game. And they'll all click and talk to each other while it's going on. Like they're they surf. They, you know, it's it's nuts. It's it's. I, I I'm just. I, I love this documentary. I was just turning it on for something to watch while I was trying to lay down, and take a nap, and I got drawn in. And then there's the, the, there's those are some of the pleasant things about the ocean. Then there's some very unpleasant things about the ocean. Some terrifying animals. Some otherworldly. You know, fucking like especially when you go deep, like. All the shit that goes to the bottom of the ocean creates methane. Well, then there's pools of methane gas and, and water that mixes together. It creates an ocean inside of it, a, mm. a, a toxic ocean, basically. And these eels go down into it. If they go down to, into it too long, they go into toxic shock, and they start fucking flipping around and going going crazy. I knew a girl who got toxic shock syndrome one time, left a tampon in too long. Neat. She died. No way. Really? Yeah. Did that really happen? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. She was a cunt, though, so whatever. Most people are. Yeah. Anywho. Horrible death. <laughs> Thanks, glyphosate. Or whatever caused it. Yeah. <laughs> whatever chemical. <laughs> um, no, no, but then it had a pot of sperm whales, and, it, and, it, and one of them, they had put a GoPro camera on one, of the, on one of them. And they were diving down to get squid. And they're clicking at each other, like, very rhythmic, and all of a sudden they stop, because the squid can hear them. And then they just come... Squids ain't nothing to fuck with, from what I understand. Yeah, but, again, team mammal. They're not... There's, you know, we're we're more successful because we're just more intelligent, you know? And we're also extremely adaptable. So, you know... I mean, by... As a matter of course, if you're a mammal in the ocean, everybody started out in the ocean, more or less, (laughs) or in water... They came to land. They grew legs. Yeah. They became a, a, a land mammal. Then they went back, back in the ocean. The yeah. sharks had been swimming around doing the same shit the right. whole time. There was no innovation. They, they've never changed. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any reason to get smarter. <laughs> They're just like, we do one thing, we do it well. It's the, same, it's the same thing with humans. It's like we've been through fucking, oh shit, all the trees are gone. We got to fucking start running around. And now we got to start swimming because the lions are going to eat us. And now we got to start building houses. You know? And then now there's a fucking ice age. Now we got to deal with that. That's why we're so smart is because we've had to. Well, and, and just that mammals are, again, the most adaptable. Like we, birds do well. Um, 
insects do quite well. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say. I don't know because the what is it, what are the oldest species? Species wise, the answer is probably like crocodile, like alligator, crocodile, turtles, alligators. Turtles. But I'm. But they've all. They've always been. They in, haven't had to adapt per se, but exactly. they've been the most resilient. That's what I'm saying. The best. Design. They are the most resilient yeah. and the best designed because they're tanks. I mean, they're it's so terrifying. They they don't really feel pain to necessarily. They're the best. They're the best adapted, not the most adaptable. Exactly. They're like a bunch of Michael Myers is crawling around. Basically, yes, and they are. They can't be stopped. They can't be reasoned with. <laughs> <laughs> they are not human. Um, no, like you have the whales, and then you have uh, all the cetaceans are incredibly intelligent. Of course, you have some on the scale. You have the belugas, not. Terribly, terribly smart. They just kind of get by on, hey, we're just goofy and hey, you know. <laughs> and then the dolphins, which are in actuality jerk offs. Dolphins are actually jerks. Yeah, they're a little glory hawk. They, they, they actually bully smaller breeds of dolphin and porpoises <laughs> and rape them as well. Why wouldn't they? And then killer whales are kind of like the biggest dolphin, you know. They're <laughs> and they bully other. They bully other dolphins. <laughs> they really do. I like the false killer whale. Like they act like they're going to kill you, then they just give you a noogie. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) Get out there and be somebody. (laughs) Watch that pod of hammerheads down there. What you're saying is that like (laughs) the cetaceans the 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 cetaceans are like the the spirit animal of Donald Trump. I like it. I like where you're going with this. No, Donald Trump, I'm trying let's 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 discover this. What (laughs) what animal would be the spirit animal of Donald Trump? Sloth. Well they they have his hair (laughs) and his Stance and really everything about him, but they, but they're they're kind and gentle animals. Um, I mean, I would I would say yeah, maybe maybe a dolphin, like a smart ass dolphin. Yeah, uh, a little troll. Yeah. Know. <laughs> maybe he's a hyena. That's a good. Uh, they're one. too athletic for him. Yeah, and they're far too aggressive. We need it. We need a, we need an animal that's a, at at heart a coward. It, it's bluffs, but it really has nothing to back it up. Um, hmm. I mean, I would probably go with lion. They're not in a sense really cowards, are they? I'm, I'm not going by your by your stance. I'm going by the, <laughs> the true representation of the god emperor, <laughs> the GE. <laughs> maybe like, maybe a honey badger. Maybe even like something that's already extinct, like T Rex. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. But his arms are real long, though. <laughs> well, but they both have a fucked up arm thing going on. He's like, yeah. well, he is part orangutan. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, he definitely is. Because uh, you know, Bill Maher ferreted that one out, <laughs> and uh, he actually was going to sue Bill Maher. Come on, you I have my birth certificate. My mother did not, in fact, fucking ape. <laughs> <laughs> he literally did. Show yeah, his he birth did that. He that. did that <laughs> to prove that his that his face not in Bill Maher. Not to sue him. Well, he sued him after because Bill Barr said, if you can provide me evidence that Trump's mother did not fucking ape, I'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> oh, and he wouldn't pork over the money, so Donald Trump. <laughs> exactly. so Donald Trump like, Actually, you owe me. <laughs> That's so goddamn funny. <laughs> he would and he that. was sitting there with his scumbag lawyer. I think it was Seculo, that fucking piece of shit. Hey, Seculo. And there's and there's uh, indeed, this is the, the the terms of the. You know, like I just watched. I, I'm in a Trump hating mode because I watched you've been trumped about the the golf course he put over there yeah, in, yeah. in Scotland. Wow, he's a piece of shit. 
And he just attracts pieces of shit around him. Like, you want to talk about people being authoritarian and cops overriding your laws and stuff? They were harassing the people who wouldn't sell their fucking land. They knocked out their water. They knocked out their power. They took the guy who was uh, who was filming and handcuffed him roughly and basically beat him up and threw him back the cop car and took him down to the fucking station and held him for four hours. Trying to harass him and make him go away. I got to admit that this kid's chutzpah because he went into every thing that he could go into where Donald Trump couldn't keep him out and asked him insulting questions. <laughs> I mean, just... Do, do you care that... Uh, that uh, Professor Kennedy gave back his uh, award because he's because you're writing roughshod. I mean, he was just being mean and shitty. I was like, good, go fuck that guy. And Donald Trump, he, you could tell this was a point where he's still a coward. So he didn't know what to do. He tries to be shitty back, but he knows that nobody's going to really stand up for him in this room. So he he's trying to be shitty, but but lay back at the same time. You know what I mean? And um, then he he wouldn't. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. tried to go to talk to, to Michael Forbes, the guy, the big, big motherfucker looks like he should have been in Braveheart. He, big old Scottish son of a bitch. You know, drinks, tough. You, you, you know he knows how to fight. He's just got hard knuckles look, looking at him. And um, he's the guy, he's one of the guys who won't sell. And he, he has a working farm, you know. So there's stuff laying, there's old tractors and stuff laying around. And Donald Trump said shit about him publicly. And he sent his son to go try to Donald Trump Jr. to go talk to him. And fucking Michael Forbes chased his ass down the fucking street. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you fucking plug guy. Stay at the top of the laneway. Don't come on the property. Uh, I love, and that's, a, that's one of my favorite things, too, is that uh, there's, they've got a British girl working on the Samantha Bee show. Um, Amy Whitehouse Amy Hoggart And she's great She's cute Cute as she can be And she's really funny Not stand-up comedian funny But she does interviews And she, she can cut you Without you really even know That really sharp British wit You know And <laughs> She went over there And was interviewing You know Had a piece about After the movie Talking to everybody That was involved And you've been trumped And all that stuff and uh, she was talking to Average Scotts, and the fucking insults they were throwing out, uh, just the names, were fucking hilarious. They are so Scottish. And a plonka, uh, a tit. <laughs> he's a fucking, <laughs> he's a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there were some good ones. I remember, I remember the news story about that, like the all the names they would call him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she ran into a fucking like a soccer pitch. Oi! And they went, get fucked, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you, uh, we've talked about this before. I know you don't really care for Brits that much. I think they're hilarious. I think. Oh, I think they are. I think that uh, in a sense. No, see, so you're, you're, yeah, you. I never said I didn't care for Brits. I just I just said that I don't fetishize them because they don't pronounce their consonants. That, okay, that's, that's that's yeah. Okay, the difference. No, I'm saying that I don't. <laughs> God damn it! That's the most John thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it is pretty John. <laughs> that's so John. I actually have a Scottish. Got a I actually have a Scottish friend that does all of the things that you're talking about to me. Uh, but I'm trying to visit this with my, my friend's wife, who's from Scotland, but she only gets to visit every now and then. Mm -hmm. But she actually does scream cuss words about Donald Trump. That's awesome. Whether anyone's listening. God, I want to meet this person. Look at the subtle schwa sound instead of the, a, instead of the hard ass sound. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I do say that. Say, that does sound like. She said feck instead of fuck. <laughs> it's great. Feck is funny. Feck is funny. Um, no, but they were. <laughs> 
one of what one I can't remember what one of them called it. It was the funniest because it was a a series of fucking insults just together. A I guess yeah. My my thing about it is is that it doesn't matter to me what the what the accent is or what they're saying. Uh, they're just name calling. At the end of the day, here's a glossary of Scottish it's insults. Name calling. I have a glossary of Scottish insults. I'm pretty excited about this. Okay. Okay. I think we should just make up. Here's one. Make up Scottish insults. I want to bile your head. I want to bile your head away and boil your head. Get lost. Okay. okay. Bampot. Idiot. Bassa is a bastard. Ball. Ball, ball is a testicle. Clipe. Tattletale. Snitch. A doty is a is stupid. A dauber is an idiot or a jerk. Earth's like a bag washing. Earth's like a bag of washing. Oh, and that's like a bag of laundry. That's hilarious. <laughs> Face like a scalped arse. <laughs> Face like a slapped ass. <laughs> Hackett is ugly. Howlin' is smelly. A wooden a rider into battle. <laughs> a wooden rider into battle. That's hilarious. A Jakey is an alcoholic. Jesse is an effeminate man. A Jobby is shit. Lavi Heed is a toilet. Numpty is an idiot. They called him a numpty. That's good. I remember that. Roaster, rocket, scabby, scrote. Shut your gaggy. Shut, Shut up. Your, yeah. Tube is an idiot. You're off your head. Because you're crazy. Your bums, your bums out the windy. Your bum is out the window. You're talking nonsense. Your ma's, your ma's get her balls and your da loves it. Whatever the fuck that means. A walloper? An arsehole's always an arsehole. Keep pissing them off. I was still so... Oh, here we go. Here we go. They're going through all of them. Probably into that. Yet somehow Trump still thinks he's Scotland's golden boy. I have a great relationship with the people of Scotland. They despise him. love us. I hit the pubs to hear what Trump's Scottish neighbours really think. I think Donald Trump's the biggest ball bag in the world. He's a, <laughs> He's a spoiled baby. A wild a My cute cunt. A ball bag. What's it mean? You're the skin that holds in the testicles. Just the sack. That's it. You're just the sack. Oh, funny. <laughs> just by tit. Tit. It's a bit of a wank. Slimy, greasy. He's a fucking prick. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking prick. That's right. That's very right. As fun as it is to shit on Trump, <laughs> I was still. Oi! I like when you can throw it in there. <laughs> and this is another thing: is like, uh, I, I'm I'm kind of confused about about Scottish culture. I realize they're individuals, and every one of them has a different different nuance, different position. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, with the whole Brexit thing, like it seems like most of Scottish, from what I can tell, most of the Scottish people are like vehemently against Brexit. Sure. They want to like they they want to be part of the EU. Yet the funny thing is, yet they want to sit. They wanted to secede from the UK while the UK was still part of Brexit. It's like so. So you're you're on the one hand you're you're trying to secede and become your own thing, but then when Britain does the same thing, you're raising hell about it. And I don't understand enough about the, all the politics. Well, going because on to understand why they're mad about one and in favor of the other. Because the crown, okay. When you come to things about the Commonwealth, the crown is very chauvinistic and very aggressive. The way they've treated Scotland for centuries, and and Ireland too. Ireland broke away. Well, most of Ireland. And that's I where, understand that. Yeah, yeah. But you could say the same thing about the EU towards 
you, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily true, is it? it it's absolutely true. The EU, I thought they were kind of, I thought they were very I thought the the terms of it were fairly loose and they were, you know, just No, there's a reason why people are are wanting to Brexit. It's not because they're stupid Tory pieces of shit. It's no, because they I, have to I, get because there's that. actually reason yeah. there's act that, that the EU actually hurts Britain's autonomy in the same way that the British crown hurts Scotland's economy. Do you understand that? Yeah, analogy? I, I, I get it. it. Yeah, I, I and, get I'm, and so I'm so I'm, I'm trying to figure out to discern in terms of like actual logic and actual facts from someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about. Why Scotland is is pro secession as far as Scotland not be, being part of the UK anymore for whatever reason? But they're pro being, in but they're anti Brexit and want to be a part of something even bigger and more oppressive. I don't know. It's confusing as fuck. So I, I don't know enough about what it's like to live there and what they're actually dealing with to know. But I've been trying to coax this out of people, <laughs> both in real life and online, and no one has a fucking answer for me. It's like it's like getting a Democrat to debate. It's like they're saying stuff, but there's nothing coming out. Yeah. I, don't, I, I know absolutely nothing about it. So I'm yeah. the wrong guy to, to come at this one. Yeah, I, but, I just think... I, but the Brexit thing interests me because it's a, you know... And it's it, not even that it, old. It interests me because there's a lot for me to learn about it that I don't know. So it's like, wow. All the I would figure it was probably a, a bit of that uh, the the aversion they have to. They have a historical aversion beef to the UK. With, yeah, with, yeah. I would, say, the, I would say it's some somewhat that. Yeah, but yet at the same time they're like, oh yeah, globalism, yay! It's yeah. like it's it's kind of. No contra- one ever said it was smart. It's contradictory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? And then I, get, like, I get what you're it's saying. It's like let's have another drink and yell some more cuss words. <laughs> you know, so I can get down with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, the Scots <laughs> are the hillbillies of of Europe. Yeah, they're I mean, they're rednecks. <laughs> they're totally rednecks. So are the Irish, the Irish, but the Irish. Well, see, in the, yeah, see, in the UK it's flipped. The the rednecks are in the south in the in the United States. And in the in UK, the rednecks are further north. That's true because uh, they're less they're the industrialized. Mm-hmm. It has to do with well. The coal miners the, the in the north of England and in Scotland. There's a lot of coal miners. Yeah, it's a lot of heavy industry. Uh, Mountains. They're Appalachians. Yeah, yeah. very they're very Appalachian looking. Yeah, that's why they similar music. A lot similar of Irish instruments. people came here and like, hey, this looks like home. Let's yeah, just fucking I, stick around. I, look like, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like I know how to make this land work more than I do the plains or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah Northern Ireland is a. Uh, that's why I think that's why the people settled here because they're like, well, this place looks like home. We yeah. we know what to do, you know. So, and it's actually more temperate most of the time. <laughs> I mean, the winters, the winters in Scotland and Ireland, I think, can be tough. But I don't. I think we get more brute, more brutal winters than they get. Oh, uh, definitely. Um, I think they get. They do get a pronounced winter. But they well, they've do. got the they've got the Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. They're they're much higher latitude. But they got the. Gulf did you, but did you know that the Gulf Stream is now shifting, and because of, because of global climate change, and now they're going to start getting smashed with fucking extreme weather. Like well, it's they're going to start being we'll see. really hot and really cold. I'll believe the the predictions from the people who have been wrongly predicting shit when they'd actually predict something <laughs> correctly. So, uh, every, well, every, I, every, I can every, say this: every single climate model uh, predicting what's going to happen has been like wrong by a tremendous amount. So. It's not hard science. I I, I will say this: there are too many. I got variables. some hard science in my pants right now. I will say this: the uh, uh, the coral reefs are extremely sensitive to to all the climate change. If you flick your nipples, they just like, come. I, I think it's. I think a, has a, a large percentage of it is now bleached. So I, I think that that has a lot to do with acidification from just pollution. Pollution, which is which. It's going to obviously might have a, uh, an impact on the climate, but that's not that's not 
doesn't there's not a causality thing there you can't say the coral reefs are disappearing because of climate change it's like well maybe they're disappearing because of acidification which could be happening uh, well they actually separate they actually said on the documentary that, that oh guy, i'm sure that the they said a lot of things on the documentary that may or may not be true <laughs> that's my point <laughs> okay <laughs> smarter than people than me on the documentary have said <laughs> that the reason it was happening is because they it's actually a natural phenomenon that does happen but they're saying it happens in great in, in greater quantity now and in greater frequency because of the rise in temperature the temperature has risen and the war- oceans are getting warmer so and so it's causing more storms which we've seen it's causing things like that and that's what they're saying is that it's it's it actually it's it means that they're spawning out too and they haven't they haven't completely died like that hasn't happened but the great barrier reef in australia the before and after pictures are yeah, it's horrifying. It's getting fucked up. Yeah, and and I would say that um, climate the definitely ocean, isn't the, isn't the I mean, major the ocean, in the in the only. The ocean's getting fucked up. I mean, if you if you're an environmentalist, mm-hmm. I mean, and you're like talking about your diet or whatever, one of the worst things you can <laughs> yeah, do is eat fish. Exactly. I mean, even though it's the probably the fucking healthiest thing for you, right? It's the worst thing for the planet. There's right just now. too many fucking people. I was watching the road. Yeah, and I think maybe we should go. <laughs> maybe we it's should population. Do that. Just, <laughs> uh, you're watching the road. Oh, that's a how, rough one, dude. Isn't it? You know what I was doing? You know what I was doing? Watching himself? the road. You know what I was reading? No, I was sleeping watching the road. <laughs> it is kind of a peaceful movie. It though. is, but I'm just like at the yeah, same peaceful, time. I'm like, really? Well, it is. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of long walks in it. <laughs> it's a strange kind of. It's a strange kind of. A lot, of, lot of deep, soulful conversations <laughs> about killing oneself. Yeah, he's teaching his kid how to and kill himself. Cannibalism and such. Starvation. He, the, whenever his kid drinks a coke for the first time, he loses his mind because it's so good. Yeah, yeah I, that actually that reminded me of a moment in um, the Gunslinger. You know that I watched. I watched. Uh, that's another thing we haven't discussed. I watched ten minutes of the Dark Tower. Horrid, unfucking watchable. <laughs> um, change shit that didn't need to be fucking changed. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll quote Jay Grace if he's listening. He, he Fuck him. Said want, want to reverse climate change? Question mark. Remove two thirds or more of the people in the world. That's your best bet. Anything less is not even close. Well, it's like the now if, if anthropomorphic climate change is a thing, if it is really man-made, and that's really the thing, the the thing that, that that's causing it, and that's that it's like that's going to make a difference. Yeah, the, the 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 one metric that actually matters is human population. Otherwise, get rid of your dryer, stop heating your house, stop cooling your house, stop using a washing machine. Start collecting, turn off your water, start using rainwater, stop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't slow be down. Like, I'm writing this. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't be like, we have We're to raise, it, don't worry. we have to raise the living standards for all of the children and the people in the world. And then pretend like somehow that's going to correlate with less energy use. Sure. And less pollution. When it's actually going to cause an explosion as these nations develop, as China develops, as India develops, as the Southeast Asia develops, they're going to start uh, consuming as much as we do because it's a human right to live in absolute fucking like luxury the way that Americans live. To live like these fucking total fucking... Ball bags. Just couch potato entitled fucking lazy, weaponized, numpoiled, tits, energy consuming, (laughs) wasteful, consumerist fucking. (laughs) And that's the standard. And we have to bring, on the one hand, we have to lift everyone out of poverty and bring them up to the, the civilized level that we're at where we consume the fuck out of everything. Yet somehow 
there's no cognitive distance when you say out of the other side of your mouth that we have to reduce reusing. I think you know who should we ask? You're a fucking psychopath. You know who we should ask about this? Merlin Olson. The false killer whales. Which we yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, appara- they, they apparently it worked out things with the bottle nose dolphins. Apparently, they've got ideas. So, yeah. let's do favorite things. <laughs> Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens. No, the, the, the dolphins will leave. I've seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So long, and thanks for all the fish. That's the other thing, too. Like most of the pollution is coming from the areas that have the most people. Absolutely. That's that's not a uh, that's not a case of correlation and causation not being linked and all, and all the uh, and all the over farming with all the fucking over pesticides and all that shit. Let's eat more vegetables, which we're going to have to do. Well, but and, if the that way. and if the United States says Green New Deal and restricts all of our emissions, and China and India don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It's, yeah, it's a wash. They uh, they did the question about climate change on the uh, on the uh, debate and. Nobody said to uh, get rid of the military-industrial military complex because it's the number one polluter in the world. The government is the number one polluter yeah, in the world. Absolutely. The goddamn state. The goddamn state. Goddamn state. The goddamn state. If you got a problem with Canada Goose, you've got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that marinate. <laughs> favorite uh, things. Do fa- it. Favorite things this week. I've read five books this month. Uh, I, That's more than a book a week. I polished off uh, Dune Messiah. Which is the second Dune book, which actually ended with actually kind of a an odd thing for a Dune book. And it doesn't continue, because I remember reading them years ago. And the next book pissed me off so bad in the first 50 pages that I threw it across the fucking room. Um, there was a moment where Paul, the main character who will be in the movie. Paul Giamatti. Paul, <laughs> Look at all the sand! <laughs> <laughs> all this fucking sand! All this spice! Um... It, no, he, his eyes get burned out of his head. Oh no, that's and, a terrible thing to have. And he does like a fremen does. The fremen, when that happens to them, they're a very warrior culture and a very survivalist culture. That means they go in the desert and they walk around until a worm eats them. Oh, so um, that's what he does. He walks into the deep desert and dies like a fremen. Jesus. And everybody and Duncan Idaho who was brought back from the dead by these is a big conspiracy amongst his own people and stuff it's a really depressing book man because a lot of people turned against him who who he thought were his friends they weren't major characters that turned against him but you know well one of them was a major character um and there was a, a big thing that happened and they were manipulating him and he knew it and they used this gola this this thing this it was a, the body of Duncan Idaho and they brought him back to life and they implanted a new uh, they implanted metal, new metal eyes inside of him, and they made him. I mean, he was a great, he was a cool character. As a matter of fact, though, it, the way he's described, he is Jason Momoa. He's tall, he's handsome, he's charismatic. You know, he, he plays a like a guitar thing. It's really kind of cool. No, that's Gurney Halleck, but anyway, a lute. Um, it, it was a it was a good book. Um, I, I'm gonna, definitely going to continue reading them because there's a, some books I want to get to. You find out in a, in a book, but not by. Brian, by Frank Herbert by his son Brian about how um, the machines rose up and there was a, a, a jihad against machines because it was basically like Terminator you know all the machines became self-aware and started attacking people that's why there's no intelligent machines in the new universe they use people called mentats trained to be human computers it's really kind of a cool idea and he man Herbert was way ahead of his time with all this stuff I mean it was because he wrote these in the 50s so 
yeah, that's crazy to think that he, all these giant ideas that, you know, really are starting to come to pass where we have machines that are, you know, starting to become, we will have machines soon that will, will become self-aware. I mean, it's, it's, they're almost self-aware now. So I don't know if I agree with that, but go on. Well, I mean, they, they've had programs where they started talking to each other in a language that. Uh, yeah, I know. I know the stores. I know like, like the, the shit's moving quickly, mm-hmm. but compared to like a human brain. Oh, no, no, not there yet. I mean, the level that the, you know, we don't even understand how our brain works to build a model that could mimic that. Sure. I don't think we're anywhere near. Well, that. they're starting to do wet works now and wet works are scary. I'm not, well, I'm just saying, I'm not, I, I think that it's, I think that it's uh, an important issue to talk about, but I don't think that the technology is. Well, it's not pressing yet. With with AI being a threat to humanity. Right. That's not a thing yeah. yet. Right. But I'm saying it, um, you know, all, all the people smarter than me, you know, you're. Which Steve, is nearly everybody. Well, yeah. You're Stephen Hawking. You're all the people who are like, you know, dead. And they're saying, yeah, uh, AI will eventually become will eventually become uh, a threat. You know, It could be a 50 years. It could be 100 years. It could be a thousand years. It could be 20. Yeah, it could we be would five. That's what I'm saying. Well, we just got done talking about, I think it was last week, about how little has changed since like 2000 culturally. That's true. Yeah. So the internet hasn't really gotten them. People still sagging their pants. Well, that's what I was talking about. with The internet's <laughs> just as slow now as it was when I was in college. Still listen to Jesus Jones. Hey. <laughs> I love Jesus Jones. I'm you still would. waiting for this fucking video to load. It's 2019. <laughs> Come on, Bill Gates. I still love. Uh, Come on, Bill Gates. <laughs> Come on, him. What was the other group that came out there around the same time as Jesus Jones? Oh, the unbelievable, unbelievable. EMF. Oh, <laughs> God, you can't get much more British than that fucking song. I had an idea for like a sketch with that song, like. <laughs> I don't know what, like a guy doing magic tricks, and for for people on the street, and they're like, "Oh, that's unbelievable!" And then he goes, "Oh, and the song kicks in," and then he skips down the that's street. A, that's a very uh, Job Job thing to do. Um, no, the uh, the thing I was talking about is Wetworks. Uh, you know, you know what Wetworks are? No. All right, that is a uh, using a silicon gel and stuff like that that mimics organic material. They're thinking potentially will increase storage. It's storage power and stuff of computers exponentially. Right. So that's like a brain, you know, and they actually went into that. They but actually saying, got into but, that. But in my Machina. point is, it's like, yeah, that's a step towards having the right medium. But if you don't understand the chip, if we don't even understand how our own fucking brains work, how are we going to make something that can compete with something that we don't even yet understand? Well, I, I, I think that we are, you know, known for doing things that are dumb. Because we can do them, not because they're well thought out. I mean, we didn't. Uh, I'm, we, we I'm didn't, saying I'm not saying that it's that I'm not making a question of whether we're going to be stupid enough to do it. I'm saying that we don't have the capacity, the technological capacity, to create an AI that can compete with humanity. We are that. There's a reason why you know we were just talking about adaptability, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can create ID, AI that mimics. Adaptive, uh, you know, adaptogenic properties. Yeah. They can create that. But it can't compete with me. Oh. It can beat me. At, it can beat me at chess, right? But it's it, but that's, but that's parameters of a game, right? That's yeah. that's like so narrow. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, there was that. Then I read. Uh, I finished the first War of Nations book, which did not end as well as it began. I was disappointed by the end. I realized why I didn't finish it. War of Nations. Dwarven Nations. Dwarven Nations. Yeah. It was 
it was goofy the way it ended. I, I will read the next book, I guess. But um, then, though, I picked up again. These are all books that I had started years ago, and I'm just gonna getting around to everything I started and didn't finish. Uh, the first book in the Taladus trilogy in Dragonlance. There's uh, I've talked about this before. There's a continent of Ancelon, which is more classic fantasy. It's basically it's very European style. You have your all your your Tolkien esque shit. You've got elven nations. You got dwarves. You got all that shit. All the regular shit. Yeah. Then across the sea, you've got a place that's very much more like Asia. You've got uh, Mongol types. It's it's more like Essos than it is Westeros. You know. You've got it in the, it's really cool in the center of the place. You've got a, a giant meteor struck it. So you've got a giant lake of fire. And then these gnomes who are like technologically adept have created ships of steel that see, that's can sail across them. And, you know, these very technologically advanced cultures and, you know, they, they're really, and then you have uh, elves that are like Mongols too. I mean, it's really kind of cool. They're very savage and aggressive. Hmm. And protect their area of the plains. That's yeah, that's, that's a little bit different because usually elves are more like the right cultured more, right. And then you had a group that got blown over from Ancelon that had their own culture there, and they're like. And then you have the coolest part about it, I think, is and they go into this in depth is that there is a the Minotaurs in Ancelon are an evil race. They're kind of like ogres, and they've come across the sea and wrecked shop and now have this giant empire, and they're a lot like Klingons. I mean, they're terrifying warrior race they're all like eight nine feet tall you know they're, they're fucking just really scary kind of like know. fens or something it, well i mean just uh, more than that i mean they're they're you know ten times as strong as a human being and you know what i mean and and but human beings are in their empire like the the leftovers from this great nation that was broken up with the giant meteor joined with the minotaurs crazy anyway and um there's one battle where the Mongol types are trying to come across this narrow part of the sea that's dry because they're like, there's this tidal thing that happened and there's a Minotaur like captain and he's fighting. And it's one of the, those fucking awesome warrior culture moments where he sees the leader of the Mongol tribe. Who's, you know, who's this awesome warrior laying about him with a sword and he just holds his arms. I just, come on, you know, he's like, come to me and I'll kill you. You know, it's one of those fucking awesome moments. It doesn't go well for him. Like, <laughs> Because the Mongol guy can turn into a giant tiger, oh, so so they're wrestling. Yeah, so they're wrestling around, and the Minotaur's got him, and he's you know he's holding him away from. Him. He's still strong, you know, and you know, but he eventually loses. And uh, it's a really really good book. Like I didn't like it at first because the ideas that I had for it weren't in there. <laughs> you know, for that for the stuff the stories I was going to write, I thought they were fairly self evident ideas. But this is good. It's better. I mean, it's better than anything. Well, that's not true. Some of the stuff I wrote is, is a better idea. But the guy's a good writer. His name's Chris Pearson. He's, he's written quite a bit of stuff in Dragonlance. Um, when I was talking to Margaret Weiss and we had our little uh, Twitter you know, talks all the time, I was like, well, why didn't you ever write in Taladus? She's like, that's Chris Pearson's deal. And you should check his books out. They're really good. You know, She told me. And I, was, I was like, yeah, I started one of them. And then she's like, well, you should finish them because they're, they're excellent books. So I started the second book. It's really good. Um, very, you know, pleased. I, I finished that book, and it's opened up, you know, different ways of thinking about things. Uh, powerlifting this week is going well. Um, I'm gonna be ripping. Still doing five by five. Five by five, bitch. Five by fives. Yeah. I've got these mitts ready to go, son. <laughs> I have, I have, but I've, <laughs> but I've been he's, taking up. I want you to not do it. I, I want see, you to do. Sets I want of 10. that to happen too because I want to see. You see conflict. this guy? This guy wants you not to have the money. He's going to squat your head. 
I want to see an impromptu heavyweight bout. <laughs> the only way I fight like this. The only way I have. The only chance I have against Dutch Put is to get, get inside of him. That's the only way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get in the phone booth with him, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. No, yeah, you um, don't want that, son. I got them knees. Yeah. I got these knees. They're trained for combat. If yeah, I could catch you with an uppercut, it might be. Maybe. 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 You can't reach me, though. You're so short. See, if I was going to fight Dutch, I'd be like, get away, get away. Get, leg kick, leg kick, get, get away, get, get away. Leg kick, leg kick, get away. Get, leg kick, leg get, kick, get away. Get. Jab, jab, leg kick, get away, get away. I just sprawl. I'd, I'd, I'd have to do the opposite. I'd just have to fucking... Collar and elbow tie up. Basically, yes. Man, um, just wait for him to get tired, and then hopefully I can take his back. I mean, he's not going to get tired before I <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get tired far I've been quicker. doing cardio for seven <laughs> months. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lifting heavy things and not and sitting after I've <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was hard. Well, that's why you got to get the fight. That's why you got to get the fight to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Crank on his, ah, I'm tired. Fuck. Let's just watch the movie. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's be friends. Um, no, I'm... Uh, I've been going up five pounds per, ex, you know, per exercise. It was supposed to be per week. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just go up every session," and I have not hit a block yet. Like I have not failed on a rep yet. Right on. And especially with deadlifts, like repping, I'll be repping four ten for, you know, I'm gonna. It's a cute on number. on paper. It's five. It's five reps, but I'm gonna try it ten. So and that's oh, are you? And that's a no. That doesn't count. Um, does that deserve like a punch in the, like an arm punch or something? He's turning into the Hulk for that one, I guess. <laughs> he's it's my secret. I'm hey, Sparkles! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he's threatening me. <laughs> Look at this uh, Calvin Candy fight going on behind us here. Two giant black men facing off in the octagon. That's cool. Use your strength. Use your strength! <laughs> Yeah, that's some good coaching there. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> like I taught you. Yeah, I mean, that's how you know, like, when someone wins, you're like, wow. He really used his strength. <laughs> he must have used more strength than the other guy. Yeah. The strength dividend was definitely on his side. <laughs> that Calvin guy really knew what he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> Sitting around smoking his... Best coach in the business. Dark cigarettes and... Um, <laughs> no, I, the ban- my bench, which I've always said, I've been, and it's true, I've never been good at, um, is coming up good. Um, all the other lifts are really doing well. I mean, I'm, I've started eating before I go, like, but what I'm eating, I just take three packets of instant oatmeal, dump it in a fucking mason jar, put hot water in it, and drink it. Oh, Jesus. And then that gives me enough. Let's throw you, some concrete in there. You and your, you and your drinks for meals. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're on a clock here. I can't. I'm not going to chew. I have time to chew. <laughs> well, I do chew it slightly. I Chewing's kinda, for Nancy. <laughs> I kind of dump it in my mouth, chew it a little bit, and then take a jug of water I've got, and then dump it down and fucking... Jump up and down and, a few and, times. Yeah, and get it, get it in there. and kinda Take an explosive up. shit in the middle of lifting weights. <laughs> um, no, I, and... I'm going to, uh, my diet still hasn't been great, but I've been trying to watch a little bit more closely. And I, I think when I get, once I get the diet dialed in, I'm, I'll achieve one of my, uh, one of my goals fairly soon, the 600 pound deadlift. That will be within a couple of months. So then I just got to get the 600 pound squat. Squat, squats I'm, I'm good at too, but not as good. So that'll be a little bit longer. The 400 pound bench press, that's going to be a slog. 
That's that's an uphill battle. I never there, even so. got there. And I'm, I was extremely strong. It's heavy. 400-pound bench is heavy. It's insane. I mean, it's... And if I get four, I'll just go to five. I'll be like, well, I got four. I might as well just take it. See if I can do that. Yeah. Competing against myself here. I don't have any shoulders left. <laughs> <laughs> Overhead press. I want to like, see you get real obsessed with it and start buying like the compression shirts and everything. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I don't believe in um, in uh, equipped lifting. Because uh, it's expensive. Fuck that. Well, no, it's not just that. It's the fact that people manipulate equipment to do things that they're not able to do. So that's I, not that's not everybody. So I'm gonna I, I actually like I can lift 400 pounds. I've got this this robot suit that I put on. <laughs> yeah, John's got a mech suit, Ex- exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah, I can I can lift like 450 easy. This kid's got a fucking Iron Man suit. You believe that? <laughs> no, I mean it's not it's not necessarily that. If you're in a one ply bench shirt, which I've seen guys that I know do, that's not. I mean that's just more keeping you stable as opposed to. A three ply bench shirt where it's really lifting the weight for you, you know. Um, and then the super high arch, don't fuck that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Why are you doing that? Keep your fucking back flat on the bench and bench the fucking weight. Keep, don't super wide it, all that shit. Get, that's getting around the rules of the exercise. You know what I mean? That's manipulating the rules well, in your favor. You're also cheating yourself. And that's the most important thing. Well, you're not, and the friends, uh, no, because and the friends you're winning the competition. The yeah. You're, 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 you're cheating to win the competition, but you're not cheating. You're just going, you're just taking the rules to their ultimate conclusion. It's like the, they've started busting, and I'm so happy to see this because CrossFit has, got, has flown under the fucking, under the lamp for so, I mean, under the radar. Under the radar for so long saying we're all natural. No, you're not. We're not that fucking stupid. Look at you. You know, you've got that horrible, you've got that incredibly low body fat percentage, and you're still throwing up some decent amount, some decent weights. And you're, you know, and you're doing the muscle ups on that shit. You're not fucking natural. Stop fucking lying to everyone. And they started busting people left and right now. Like they've, they've started going outside the parameters of just anabolic steroids for shit that helps you as much as anabolic steroids. So, you know, I mean, all these people, well, I didn't know. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Is there money to be made at the, at the contest? Is there prestige to be achieved by the contest? Then you're going to fucking cheat. I, I mean, that's just the way it is. I personally think if, if they, if you're competing and they find anything in your system other than food and water, you should be shot on the spot. Yes. <laughs> food, actually, food is a performance enhancer. So, no eating, no, it's pal. Not, it, no, I, I'm not that. I know you're. I'm just, I'm, I know you are. I'm, but being I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm not. I have no problem if you if you want to make it like like the bodybuilding. Don't shows. lie about it. Well, that's if you want to make it like the body, yeah, if you want to make it, it like the Mr. Olympia show, they don't make even any pretense. At testing for steroids no. because they know that everybody's on them. That's how we get to look like this. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's why it makes so much money because people want to see. Let's go see the freaks. You know, they they. It's not. Let's go see the symmetry anymore. Let's not so go see who looks like a Greek statue. Let's let's see the circus the circus sideshow over here. That's what fucking bodybuilding shows have become, and I'm not happy about that. I don't want to see CrossFit go that way because for a while they had my respect. They're like, holy shit, they're doing this stuff on their own. They weren't. They just weren't, and. You know, and then they all, they get on there and they're and they're they're a, they're a fucking cult. That's another thing. Oh yeah, CrossFit's a cult, and, the, and some of them are dying from exercising too much. They're getting rabdo. Yeah, it's it's one of the it's one of the Tinder profiles things too. Not necessarily, but it's like it's sarcasm. It's, it's affluent it, sarcasm. It, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like I have I have three kids. They are my world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
my boyfriend is at the gym. If you have a problem with that, just go ahead and swipe left. Or I'm fat. If you have a problem with that, just go ahead and swipe left. Yeah. Uh, then the other one is, <laughs> uh, the other one is, buy, um, feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. There's like there's like five or six that pretty much encompass 95% of all dinner. I kind of like that one, though. Feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. I'll do that. I hate that. I, I, I mean, I, not, I don't hate the, the act. If it's genuine. I, I don't yeah. hate the act. I hate that it's like... By rote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. Have some original thought. Mm. Do you have water? Do I have water? Do you have any... Like, There's probably some over there. If you want... If you want this dick, you gotta show me you've got some kind of worth <laughs> other than regurgitating some bland ass thing that, that other people have already said ten million times. You should do a Tinder profile where you just put up fucking sayings from things you bought in Dollar General. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> I almost changed my I'm almost changing my profile to this the shtick I'm doing right now. Just just in quotation marks. I have three kids, they are my world. <laughs> I'm fat, so if you have a problem with that, just go ahead and swipe left. <laughs> I'm plus size. I'm uh What's the what's the one they say except for that that they uh, thick thick yeah I'm thick with two C's yeah um, if you can handle a real woman swipe left yeah or like my my profiles look better than I do in real life did you want thing working not in the door but there might be a bottle of water in there or something uh I had a couple of those but I'm going to a blank right now yeah what's your favorite things this week there yawn um, it is a soft J isn't it. It can't, I don't care. Okay, young. I'm not. I'm not offended by it. Uh, I watched a uh, a good JRE episode or listened to it. That was um, a fresh up that he did with uh, Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Anybody yes. know? Who, anybody know who Hotep, Hotep Jesus is? I didn't until I watched, until I listened to that. Did you Did you listen to the whole thing? Yes, I did. Uh, well, pretty interesting. Pretty huh? fucking interesting pretty, shit, man. Yeah, I like that guy. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Hotep Jesus is like this guy. He's like he's helped make Twitter huge, and he's like, like he's hired by big tech companies to like kind of like make their shit look good and make yeah. it work. He's like kind of a, an intuitive genius. He doesn't know like how to code and shit like that very much. He's not that kind of genius. He's more like an artist. He is, yeah, he's more yeah, like yeah. an artist for 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 companies like Twitter. And um, so he's very rich and very successful, and he has a, very, a lot of. Not progressive ideas or ideas that well, some might say hey, regressive. He's he, <laughs> he he's the he's the type of guy like me who's going to piss off the people on the left and people on the right equally. Yeah, um, but he's you know a black man with dreadlocks, someone that you would assume is you would want to put into the black man Democrat box. That, you know because yeah, you would because, assume he might be a, a member you're, of Antifa. You're, you're not allowed to you know if you're a black man, you're not allowed to step outside of. The, your prescribed role Yeah But he definitely does Oh he jumps out of His prescribed role He doesn't yeah. step out of it He uh, dives out of it Like he's so, going for a fumble I can't remember All the issues It's there's, a fumble <laughs> There's a lot of issues um, He talks about Like the soy boy thing About how like That's a legit thing About um, how they're like He believes that They're actually Like systemically uh, There's like a systemic Movement to Emasculate And estrogenize Men With Different soy. soy and chemicals, and, yeah, and I, just, don't, I don't eat and, any soy. And, the, and just the way, just the way everything and culturally as well, he, he makes a pretty good case for that. Um, yeah, they uh, 
culturally they want men, manly men, just to keep bowing and apologizing and all this shit. Yeah, and and, and um, he's like, he's dear says, woman. He's gotten into. <laughs> he says he's like, oh yeah, he's like all the all the feminists online have, have blocked me. Like they want to have a discussion with me because they'll just be like, oh, your that belief is sexist. He's like, yes, and can we continue the, the conversation? <laughs> and then just shuts them down. They don't want to talk about his talking points once he said yes, I'm a sexist because that's all they got. That's all they got. You're a racist. You're a sexist. If you say yes, now let's talk about the issue. They don't have anything beyond that. And so they just block him. Um, that was what he was saying, at least. Um, he also he also has, holds a position that um, Africans were in the Americas. Long before. The Africans, a lot of the Native Americans probably were Africans. I think yeah. he believes that. And that, that, that this, the whole thing with the s- slaves coming from slave ships was, was economically... Just not not an economically feasible thing. It didn't make any sense. Why would you Why would you ship all these people? He's not saying it didn't happen at all. He's saying yeah, maybe ten percent. But why would you sh- ship all these these people all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, knowing how expensive and dangerous it is? Lose half of your stock when you got all these fucking niggers right here in in the. And uh, those are his words. In the um, <laughs> not John's words, although yeah. those are probably John's words too. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, brown people right here that we can conquer and enslave yeah. in the Caribbean, in South America, that are just a little hop, skip, and a jump away that we can make into our slaves. Why the hell would we go all the way to West Africa, pay a premium, and then lose half the stock on the way back? It didn't make economic sense. So his position is that most of the slaves, I should have an answer. Most to that. of the most of the black people in the United States. Did not descend from slaves that came directly from slave ships, but black people that were already here. I by, by here, I mean the Americans. I don't buy that. Of course you don't. I, I know you don't. But uh, I don't the, know if I buy it either. The, but the he, point is, it's very interesting. It's, that interesting. is interesting, and it's interesting that. And he's saying that because that is the the narrative that you that they want black people to believe that you were brought in a slave ship to keep you down mentally, instead of believing that you were a conqueror and a king, just like the whites were, to keep people culturally beat down with this false history that's sure. that's his perspective he, was, that, he actually, is one of those we was king guys uh, <laughs> uh yeah no, you're a schlub like the fucking rest of us uh yeah see what else did he get into uh let me i have to bring up the clip to bring up the headline so i can remember some of this no fuck that yeah um, could you remember some dutch that he uh Science is sexist with hotel. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, it was very interesting listening. Oh, and he, like, yeah, and he got into the whole thing. He's like, with the, the feminism thing, he's like, um, he's like, yeah. He says, I have a t shirt that says, I am the patriarchy. And he'll get into a discussion with a woman. And she's like, oh, you know, the patriarchy. He's like, yeah, there's a fucking patriarchy. There's also a matriarchy. Why don't you get out of my, my patriarchy and go work on your matriarchy? <laughs> Learn how to be a woman instead of trying to tell me how to be a man. You know, he's got some ideas that are. You know, more aligned with people that oh, the alt right or whatever. So the the leftists think he's alt right, and he's a, you know he's Uncle Tom. They call him all these names, mm-hmm. and then the right is like, oh, you're a because he, he's pro reparations. No things. You're a b- name called. I think I would like him. He's, I, he's I, all I think, I, I think I would disagree. And with him. Well, I mean, so. I disagree with him about a yeah. bunch of things, but it he's, doesn't matter. I mean, I, he's I, like good. I posted he's, on Facebook this he's week. A good listen. I don't agree with anyone <laughs> about everything. I don't even agree with anyone about most things. You're not supposed to agree with each no. other about it. It makes me sick. These fucking ple- people pleasing, don't want to make any way, you know. It's like, that's fine, but um, just don't call yourself genuine if you want to do that. That's fine. Just just admit that you're that you're fake for the sake of peace. Yeah. That's, that's, even though you, you quietly disagree, you're not willing to say it. That's fine. If you'd rather, you know, not deal with a conflict, I'm not hating on someone for avoiding conflict, just 
don't pretend to be authentic because you're denying something internally that you're disagreeing with someone internally, but you're not saying anything that that's a sign that to me, that's a symptom of inauthenticity. That's all I'll say. Um, so I watched that. That was really Hotep Jesus on JRE. I would watch that. Yeah. That, that JRE, it's, it's you, up and coming. If it's you're willing to, to listen, to, if you're willing to listen to the things that I say, you might be willing to listen to the things <laughs> that this black man says. <laughs> Um, he also says that Egyptians were, you know, Egyptians were here first. Yeah. We talk about that. And, and there's lot, been evidence of that. And a lot of his stories line up with all these other Egyptologists and uh, people that Joe Rogan has recently had on, like um, I can't, Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock and then that other guy. Uh, I can't keep not remembering his name. But anyway, that's pretty cool. Randall Carlson. And then uh, what else? Uh, what else did I do this week? I did the, uh, I did K more steps this morning. Right on. I can't say it was a favorite thing, but I did it. Uh, and then uh, fighting's going good. I did uh, did a bunch of, like Friday and Monday, I did like heavy MMA rounds with Chris and was like pretty beat up. So I took Tuesday, Wednesday off, and then Thursday did a gi day, which is pretty cool. I think I might, when I, I'm going to try to focus, and I think I'm, when I get done with my year and, and my goals, that uh-huh. I'm going to shift into fighting. Well, cool. I mean, because then I'll have achieved all the strength goals that I want to. So then you can become a real legitimate BA, a BAMF. <laughs> I can't be that guy. <laughs> you walk around, go, go to bars, not even order a drink, and just start, and start just punching people in the head. Just start jacking jaws. I, just go out and start picking fights. It's honestly, I've, been in, I've been in one fight outside of a bar. One. Summed up that fucking game. I, I just, I, I, I what are you doing? I've been in zero. What are you doing? <laughs> I've been in zero. Really? Yeah, I don't get in fights. Fuck. I'm the last guy because well, I'm so big. I, well, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, what's the point? It just, no, the, the, the point with this was you. some guy had, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but the point with mine was there was a guy who swung and almost hit my wife. And, well, yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. So I, it was, it was good too. It was, it was a person that everybody would like to yeah. see. Get their ass kicked because he was a redneck. He had a big stupid truck. He was uh, obnoxious as hell. He was looking for the fight and he found it. Oh, and <laughs> and I will say this: I remember he swung, almost hit my ex-wife, my wife. At that point, they said I don't even remember half of it because I was really drunk. And they said I just kind of went like ran around her like <laughs> and I had a blue like Superman shirt on, of course. And they said they just saw a blur of blue and the guy's flying across the parking lot. And I'm just punching him. Bang! Bang! <laughs> like and he's and the, the the corniest moment, and I actually did do this, is I threw him in the back of his truck. The back, the, the back door was open. I threw him in the back of his own truck and just nailed him. Boom! And hit him, and he like snapped back. And I said, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, and then after I did it, because it, it kind of hurt when he hit me, ow! But not enough to really stagger me or anything, because I was just I was that drunk and I was that mad. And um, then I just beat him up again, and I, and I felt really bad because sitting in in this passenger side was a was his girlfriend. And, and you're like, you want a piece too, bitch? And she's like. She's like, just don't hit him anymore. And I was, it's like, then get him the fuck out of here. You know, I'm like, got, and I'm, you know, have my shirt where he's grabbed hold of my shirt and everybody's all fucking jacked up and everything. And then I let him up. He gets out of the truck 
And then he starts talking shit to my wife again. Jesus Christ. And I said, dude, you ain't going to talk to my wife that way. And I beat his ass again. Same result. It's like fucking Theon Grazel <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Just kicked the, <laughs> kick the shit out of him. And, you know, and I remember his face. I was actually nervous next to because he had a punk knot out to here. His fa- he had blood, like, pouring down his face where I'd cut him with my fucking ring. With my wedding ring. I mean, it was, it was bad. It was a beating. Hit him with the old ding ring. And, um, and like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a badass dude or anything like that. I'm just not. I'm not trying to be inauthentic. I'm not trying to be, you know, that I'm Joe Peace or anything. Like that. I get mad and I don't, I dislike people. And I sometimes would probably like to fight people. I just don't like fighting. I don't think I'm very good at it. And it makes me nervous. I have never liked it. So, but when it does happen, I think I can do it ably. You're so, capably violent. Yeah. You can be capably violent. So, but I felt bad. I mean, we got home and I was actually, me, I was actually looking to see if anybody had died after, <laughs> after being beaten in a parking lot or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm, if he spoiled up to that big, he might, jail. He, might have, he might have broke his orbital bone. Well, that's what he I was, got, He learned a lesson that day. That's really what happened. Fram, and I told Fram the next day, I sent him a message. Uh, um, Killed a guy last night. He was, <laughs> Fram, well, Frampton had gone into, uh, to the bar and there was a guy who came in there he said man your boy really tuned that fucking dude up like and and then i felt bad he was like what do you feel bad about it for the guy was asking for it. you did it. he's just like he's like just he's like okay you're one and oh downtown charleston let's just put it that way and stop thinking about it i was like okay <laughs> so that's you know and i haven't i've never gotten into one since like uh Anything you know, real or anything like that. I almost got into one, a big one down in Carolina Beach. That would have been really bad because it was like twelve of them and three of us, and they still wouldn't come out and fight us. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was with Mike Delaire and my other friend Baker, and it was just the three of us standing out there. And I was trying to get them to go away. Like I got a drink thrown in my face. This girl, she was just, she's one of these girls who was out with a bunch of douchebag college guys. So she thought she would be, you know, I, I said something to her trying to be funny. It was something that Dutch would say, you know, it just meant to be funny. And I thought me and her were laughing the whole time. And I thought it was something that we could have, I could have gotten away you with. Were a, so in other words, you were a victim of the matriarchy again. Mm-hmm. In a sense, yes. And she threw a drink in my face and all the guys like stepped up and I was, and the, and the bartender was breaking us up. I was like, I'm just leaving, man. She I got just out. punched her in the face. <laughs> I've been done with this, but that would have been just, but then. I'm walking up the street and Mike and my buddy, he's on my Facebook, Mike Delaire and Baker are sitting outside of, and they're both have been MMA fighters for years, but good ones too. And, but they love to get in trouble and fight. So they're seeing me walking up the street and they see the drink. And they're like, man, what happened? And I was like, oh, I got a drink thrown on me and a bunch of guys. I knew the second I said it, their <laughs> eyes lit up. I was like, do not go down there. I was like, it was my fault. I'm going home. I'm just walking home. I'm fine. You know, and, and, and <laughs> There's no, 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 no reason for invading, re- invading a country exactly. over blowing up a robot. Exactly. There's, there's no reason to retaliate. Let's just all let it go. Like, yeah, fine. And I went to the bathroom, and wouldn't you know it, I come walking out of the fucking bathroom. They're halfway down to the fucking – it was down at the uh, the uh, the Pelican, the Fat Pelican, Fat P. And they're outside talking shit. And I walk up, and I'm like, guys, I told you it's not a big deal and all this stuff. And – they were at the gate talking shit, and I went to lead guys. Just like I was, just like I don't want to. I don't want this. Do you want this? He's not, not really, man. But you know, I was just like, then everybody just fuck off and go home, disperse. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So he grabbed his friends, and you know, he pushed them back. And 
and Baker had hopped the fence was in some dude's face. It's like, you're not going to fucking do it. And Baker was only like five foot three, but he was, he was tough. I mean, he was a tough guy. His tattoos all over and shit. Scary looking dude. He's one of those little guys that you know can fucking fight. Probably has cauliflower ears. I think he might have. Mm-hmm. Mike Dwyer, I'm pretty sure has cauliflower ears. Short, short, fat, tuna can dick. Probably. With a big mushroom head. <laughs> like a Donald Trump dick. Tasty. Real tasty dick. <laughs> Trump dick. It's Trump Big old dick. tasty dick. Can't, uh, can't really fit in your mouth. <laughs> that kind of dick. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, no, I mean, but other than that, um, I just, I don't, I, can, I don't understand people who love that shit, who go out and, let's go out and get in a fight. Won't that be fun? It's like, yeah, let's almost, all of us almost die. That's because that's what you're facing in, in the current bar scene. Somebody's going to have a gun. Somebody's going to, you know what I mean? It's just dumb. Why do that? I do not know. My favorite thing this week is they released the Easy E incident from uh, the wrestling thing a few weeks ago. The Easy E incident? Yeah, where they dumped Easy E out of the chair. Remember Easy E, the guy oh. in the wheelchair? <laughs> yeah. They that's put it fucking out. Ins- They put it out as its own clip. That's inspired. Now, for people that don't know, Easy E is um, he's a manager for a, a bunch of local wrestlers, and he, he has cerebral pal- cerebral palsy, and he wheels around the ring, and he cheers on his guy, and it's great, and everybody loves him because he's, he's real inspiring. He, he loves he, he fucking loves this shit, and um, they fucking involved him in a fucking angle, and he couldn't have been happier about it, I don't believe, but uh, they released He got the, dumped out of his wheelchair. He got dumped out of his wheelchair, and I have the clip right here. Let's go to the... <laughs> oh, we are in Reversal City Oh, here, here. comes the Sports Entertainment Express, Express to ruin everything. <laughs> this is me. Let's go for the count, both the referee and the get bundles are pulled out of the ring. All right, who's the heels here? As if I have to ask. It's uh, Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser right there. Getting the hell beat of him outside of the ring by Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser. Look, Nathaniel Rose came out here alone in the interest of fairness. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> he has to try to take up for him. <laughs> yeah. Decidedly unfair once Crampton is the, uh, the heel announcer. And just completely interrupted the match, interrupted the whole dang thing. <laughs> now, I love you. Have the, you always have that old guard fucking thing in your voice. Daniel Rose with the best damn pants in the business, stomping <laughs> a mud hole, walking dry. <laughs> Bruiser and Crosser's Kelly out there. Looks like they're, they're, they're gathering around Easy E. Well, what's Easy E going to do? He's been out here running his mouth for a hot minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's in a, in, a, in a wheelchair. Leave him alone. <laughs> Good, they dumped him out of the wheelchair. I'm surprised somebody can get all shot. All right, now I don't. What the hell, man? I'm not going to endorse that. Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser, you sons of bitches. Here comes, here comes the entire damn <laughs> locker room. Freaking awesome Odyssey. Damn awesome Anthony. Odyssey. Huff Manley's hobbling around out there. Smoky C. Yes, sorry, boys. You crossed the line. You don't mess with Easy E. Somebody get those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to express some anger about what just happened. <laughs> it can't be that quiet. <laughs> the crowd was like, hmm. I'm beside myself with anger and grief and hostility. A lot of, a lot of things. A lot of things in that sentence. <laughs> Somebody call the police on that. God. <laughs> you guys are really good. <laughs> Dumped him out of the fucking wheelchair, man. And the crowd didn't give a fuck. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Don't react. 
don't react at all. No, I just don't get it. But that's uh, one of my favorite things this week. I watched a documentary on Larry Nasser, the uh, doctor for the um, uh, the uh, women's gymnastics team. And boy, raped all of them. It would be an honor to kill that guy. Yeah. It would be a fucking honor. Whoever kills him in prison should be released immediately and given a million dollars. You know about this? To kill which guy? Larry Nasser. He was the doctor for the U.S. Women's National. Wouldn't he put him team. put him under and then? No, he would. He would uh, completely. While they're completely awake, God twisted my ankle. I need some. And he'd be like, "Well, the, there's a pressure point inside your vagina. It's got." And he wouldn't use gloves. He'd just finger blast them inside their vaginas to heal their ankle. And they're stupid kids. I mean, they're they're oh god between ten and seventeen years old. Well, it's a doctor, and they tell their fucking parents, "I'm like, well, he's a doctor. He knows what he's doing." And and then there's a whole culture protecting him around it. And now they're going and getting all of them. And uh, whenever they finally came out with it, uh, and they put the guy on trial and everything, part of his sentence that he pled guilty to twenty five counts, but part of his sentence was before the judge sentenced him he has to sit there and anybody who wants to who was a victim of his gets to come up and talk shit to his fucking face that's awesome it was awesome because they all did it yeah for seven days something like 200 and some girls young women now that he's been doing this to for 20 years came up and talked shit to his fucking face and they put their names out there and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say that he has to he has to be up there, and everybody who wants to can come up and cram whatever they yeah. want into his. Rectum. That would be great. Well, I'm pretty sure that's happening now. Yeah, but definitely um, happening now. They, he might be one of those they don't they don't put in general general pop. Yeah. So. Well, that, that might be even worse. That I hear that uh, solitary is pretty bad, but he needs to die. Mm-hmm. There, he has no remorse. Um, he has no remorse. No remorse. He wrote a letter to the judge. Saying that it's hurting his mental health, having to sit through all this, and she just threw it down and said, "Sorry about your damn luck. Here's more. Here, have some of these more gymnastics chicks come out here and just talk shit to you." And and um, you saw the clip probably when it happened. The dad, there was a dad. He was like, "Your Honor, I just like five minutes alone in a room with this man. Just five minutes." She's like, "Well, I can't do that. One minute, then give me one minute." And she's like, I can't do that. And then he just charges the fucking stand. Mm-hmm. And the cops have to take him down. They're very nice to him. And they're patting him on the back. And like, we fucking get it. And, and he goes, what, what would you do if this happened to your daughter? Like, don't worry. We know what we would do. And he didn't get charged with anything. Mm-hmm. They let him go. But this motherfucker was, is, is pure evil. Yeah. They let him talk at the end of it before she actually sentenced what him. What did he say? He was given a statement. And all the girls are behind him. And he kept turning around. To, to address them And finally the judge was like No You face me You don't turn Because he was trying to intimidate him he was, what, was he trying, what was he saying It's all over now He was uh, He was trying to apologize But it was Completely insincere And he, he says he thought He was doing the right thing and it's Like it's not the right thing It is not the right thing It is not never the right thing And for some reason When it happens to the girls It's worse right because the Sandusky thing, I, I get it, and I was, I was kind of, I don't freaked see, out about that. I don't that. know if it is or if it isn't. I mean, is it? To me, I'm way angrier than it happened. To yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I would think yes, but I mean, is that fair? Uh, see, 
what is fair and what is right? You know what I mean? Does that mean it's okay to happen to, to young boys? No, it doesn't like, mean it's okay. No, I, I know that. I, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm saying that's that's a tough call. I mean, obviously, yes, I'm more way more upset thinking about having some little girl, you know, and it's just more, three or four of these girls' dads killed themselves because they failed to protect their daughters. They killed themselves. I can understand that. Oh yeah, I can. I would probably do the same. But but no, see, no, I wouldn't do this. Well, yeah, I would. But at first, I'd kill him. Like you have to. If you somebody has to kill this. Guy. If you think, can you imagine? And this is not me being a badass, but can you imagine my reaction if that happened to my? Daughter? I was talking to my mom about it because she she knows about the case. She hadn't seen the documentary or anything, and she said, if any anything like that would have happened to any of you. Your dad would have killed anybody he had to to get to the person that did it. Absolutely. And I mean, he almost killed people for far less. Exactly. For far less. Just for talking shit to us. You know, anybody. One time I got spanked at school at the Christian school and he went down there and fucking threw the guy up against the fucking wall and said, you ever lay a fucking finger on him again? You're going to have to deal with me. It didn't even hurt when he spanked me. It was it David West? No, David West <laughs> didn't want any of that smoke. <laughs> Please. It was Just Ray go. Barker. It was Ray fucking Barker. I remember him. He was friend. They were. He was friends with my dad. We went to their church. They went to the church in Belvin, and I was friends with his sons. Yeah. But I was acting up in class because I was completely disinterested in the entire thing. Well, shit. And yeah. I was talking. I was talking during a choir practice or some bullshit. That's what was happening. I was talking because we we were. I was seven years old. I might have sent there. Meant to sit there and be quiet. Well, people sing stupid songs about a guy that doesn't exist. And I was talking. They take me in there and they spank me. And I went home and told my dad the next day he was there with a fucking fistful of that guy's shirt with him up against the wall and said, you ever lay a finger? You even look at him the wrong fucking way. I'm going to kill you. And he never looked at me the wrong way again. Matter of fact, I don't even think he looked at me. I think they moved. I think they left the state. (laughs) So I get it. I get why anybody like I want to kill the guy. I want to. I want to find him and kill him, but it's not my guy to kill. Right. So one of their parents should get to kill him, or they should get. Remember how they killed uh, John Snow? Yeah. There should be a line of people with a knife. One yeah, at a time, definitely. Not a knife, though. A not dagger, a ice pick, ice pick. Yeah. Neat. You, or you stab some. What's the thing where you stab somebody with a uh, an, an ice sickle and the evidence melts? That's one of those. I don't know <laughs> if that has an actual name. But I think you did that. Let's call that the Frosty. <laughs> well, I got him with the old Frosty. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily a favorite thing, but I mean, it's a very good documentary. It's HBO produced. I, see, I can't, like, I, I started watching Leaving Neverland. I'm like, nope, nope, turn it off. I'm like, <laughs> well, I, I am not watching that. See, Leaving Neverland, it disturbed me, but there's so much funny shit. Like, I can't help but laugh at a lot of it. Well, like, yeah. He would make us uh, sit on the corner of the bed on our hands and knees, and he would scream into our assholes. Well, what the fuck, Michael? What the fuck? Did he really do that? He would scream he used, into their assholes? Use their buttholes as a microphone yeah. diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it resonate. <laughs> with that high-pitched, high-decibel, beautiful voice. I can't, I can't even with that. I, I, I just said I can't even. That's how fucking. You, imagi- you gotta imagine that your butthole is gonna resonate when that when that bit. voice. A little bit. It's gonna be kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's just that's so weird, man. That's just so weird. <laughs> Screaming to my asshole. 
But yeah, the uh, the uh, and there was people that protected him, like the the um, the lady at Michigan State. She was like the head of the gymnastics program. She um, they they went and told her, and she was like, "Well, the, if we report this, it's going to cause a big old stink." So uh, so are you sure you want to do this? And this, and the, one of the girls was like, "I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I just want you to know that this is happening. It's happened to me, and it's probably happened to a lot of other people." But I don't want to get into because they so they intimidated they they gaslit they yeah. gaslighted people left and right yeah. about the entire thing because adults protect adults yeah they do they always protect adults isn't that weird you're supposed to be uh, protecting the children it's not weird because most people are scumbags uh, that's that's one thing <laughs> that's my favorite thing I've I've learned over having having grown in this show and as a person over the past few years. As a person of color, <laughs> I identify. Me and uh, me and uh, what's that broad's name? The uh, Rachel Dolas. Yeah, we're we're getting engaged. Oh, <laughs> nice. She ain't bad it's looking. She is really really good looking. No, I wouldn't go that far. I think she is. <laughs> I think she's very good. We looking. have different tastes. I think it's her hair. Like I, I really. I, well, that's fake. She's got what, long, the really curly hair. hair? Yes, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought her hair was like naturally. No, anyway, um, she's a honky. Well, yeah, but I mean, there are some white girls that have really, yeah, really curly hair. I'm, I'm so into that. But anyway, um, I've just, you know, realized that at 42 years old, that most people are scum. Mm-hmm. Most, I would say, a solid 70 percent. Or am I low on this? Uh, I mean, define scum. Right, uh, self-serving. Um, but everybody's self-serving. Uh, I, I, yeah, I know. I so mean, the defi- you know what I mean. That, that's a hard definition. Most people are like they're not going to. Very few people are going to believe. Like these people didn't believe their kids whenever they told them, you know. Or uh, with the Michael Jackson thing, they're like, I don't, my, they're my, like yeah, but my dad didn't st- stick up for. Uh, my dad didn't stick up for my brother when he was getting getting fucked up by the red, getting picked on by the rednecks. He sided with them. He said those he guys, sided with the rednecks. Yeah, he he was like, yeah, those guys are in the volunteer fire department. They're great guys. They helped uh, put the fire out when when some guy set my farm on fire. They're great guys. Jesus. That's their fucking job. Instead of sticking, going and doing what his dad did and beating the fuck out of the guy that was fucking with my brother, he sided with them. My dad one time um, for uh, all stars in baseball. Um, one of my friends didn't make the team, and he definitely should have made the team. It was Lowell Thomas. Jesus Christ. He didn't make the team? He did not make the team. He's one of the team. best athletes I've ever met. I, I smell something fishy going on there. I smell something that he's a, well, he's a black guy. S- that sounds like pacism. I smell like, I smell Baxter's breath right now. It smells horrible. <laughs> yeah, he does have some honky. He always breathes on me the whole show. Terrible breath. But uh, <laughs> he didn't make the all-star team, and he, my dad was, was supposed to be the coach because we were first place. We won the league. We were going to... He, we were fucking first he, Probably undefeated I don't remember And my dad was like I'm not coaching Fuck him He's like You don't have to play If you don't want to That's I mean that's Kind of cool Just because Because Lola Absolutely deserved it Yeah Because he Fucking hit the ball A thousand fucking miles And he, he's a good catcher The yeah. only guy that could Catch me worth his shit Yeah But um He's a great football player too and So he said Fuck it I'm not doing this He He was very he would stand up for things. He would not. He would not sit back and and let people do things. So he would say, "He said, hey, here, have a shitty coach.'" And indeed, we did, and we lost in the first round. My mom, <laughs> my mom, was when she came to 
us was a, was sometimes a savage. Like she would, and that's not our character. We're usually not. We're usually pretty. Well, we're an odd group. Like if if something really pisses us off and it comes to our family, we get pissed and like we'll do something. But we usually just kind of like go along with, yeah, what the fuck ever, you know, I don't want to want the hassle. You know, it's, it's, it's not the, the, the fear of dealing with somebody else. It's the fucking hassle. You know what I mean? Um, you know how Bradley is. He just wanted no hassle about anything. So, yeah. um, but I remember, and this is something that, and I never, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I would never tell her this, but, and it's not her fault because she was just trying to do. It's not your fault, man. Trying to do what was right. Um, there was a group of kids, a group of guys who were my age, who picked on me incessantly. And what, how old were you at this point? Thirty-six. <laughs> this is last week. <laughs> uh, they're at work and she can no. Um they think she came I my job. Was, I couldn't be any more than ten. She pitched everybody out, she gave us all brownies. And uh you know, with with things that I won't go into that helped shape who I was, I was traumatized and I couldn't fight back. You know what I mean? And um I went over to a to a slumber party and I got it was it was bad. Like it was, they picked on me really bad, and one especially. But I found out later why he did, and we're really good friends now. Um, she came in there and she laid into all of them, and she shouldn't have done that because that made it much worse, you know. And she bitched out my baseball coach for not playing me. I w- was happy not to play because I was one of the kids. I, Did you sit on the bench and eat some big league chew? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, that was what I did. innings and you're one at bat. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of Yeah, here. and I didn't want to play. Um, I was forced to play baseball because my dad wanted us to play. And um, I didn't discover sports until – well, really – Really, middle school. That's when I started playing football, and I discovered I was good at it. That's when I started lifting weights and everything. So that that was actually a pretty inspiring story. I actually put up something on Facebook called uh, uh, "This is my pro I'm pro bullying story," and that's and let me and let me explain. You know, and my friend, I have a friend who's a, who's a girl who was bullied, and she took issue with it. And I was like, "Honey, I'm just trying to explain." You know, trying to put a positive spin on something that's truly terrible. You know, I was bullied badly, you know, and I was the weak one in the herd and the other kids were picking on me. And then I switched schools. I started working out. I started, I, play, I played sports. Started working on your leg kicks. <laughs> and then leg kicks are very important. And then I remember one guy who was, who was especially terrible at times and I fucking killed him. It was a fucking highlight reel. One of those pick you up in the air and smash you down in your back fucking football hits. Then I picked him up, helped him up, smacked him on his helmet, and it was over. And that moment was worth, almost worth it all. You know, it's just like, because I owned his ass and he knew it. You know, there's nothing he could have done about it. You think and it's important to face adversity so that you can overcome it. Sure. If you don't ever face any adversity, you don't develop any character. And And my point was with that is that, yeah... I was like, yes, you defend your children, but understand the kids. Most kids who are bullied, Muhammad Ali was bullied. 
you know, uh, they 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 are the ones who step outside of the realm and 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 don't go along with everything and become an automaton and and don't go along with what everybody else and and become Joe Bob down at the fucking drive-in, you know, just on every Saturday night drinking beer with his buddies. They're people who fucking build themselves into something, who make themselves into something because that inferiority gives them this fucking fire inside that that's you know that's I mean I still feel it. That's why I, you know it's not. It's not in coincidence that I, that I power lift and want to be big and strong. And I don't have a problem with that anymore. I, I understand why I want to do it. I'm glad of it. I'm glad of it. Because that's one of the things that makes me, me. Yeah. So, when you watch, I mean, look at anybody. Like, watch any of these little documentaries on MMA fighters or whoever. Mm-hmm. There, there ain't a damn one of them that's been worth a damn when he didn't, what, when he wasn't motivated by some tragedy. Absolutely. You, it takes, you know, it takes, it takes adversity to, you know, suffering is what causes, was what causes art. It's what causes inspiration. It's what causes, it's what motivates people to do things. If you're content and happy and fucking in soft, cushy couch, first world luxury consumers world, like what I was bitching about earlier, there's no reason for you to do anything. Yeah. You're not going to be inspired. I, to, I mean, not, not to do nothing. You're still going to, you know, take your kids to soccer and, <laughs> you know, do, do cool things, but you're not going to do, you're not going to become a professional athlete or write an amazing book or, you know, you're not, not going to reach your potential right, with, but, without yeah, adversity. Right. Nobody Bo Jackson did, was bullied for God's sake. Yeah. Nobody that ever did anything G-GSP. great had an easy go. Fucking GSP. He yeah. was bullied? Yeah. Really? Chronically. That's what, in, that's why he, that's is why he's who, so insane that's about why being he good. Is that's who fucking he is. awesome though. That's, yes. you know, I mean, John Jones was Connor bullied McGregor was bullied. <laughs> John Jones was beat the fuck out of by, by his NFL his fucking brothers, brothers yeah. that are all wait, like twice his size. He, yeah, he still has a complex. About he's still it. scared sure. of them. I still he, have a complex. Like he, he, like there's a there's footage of him like they're playing by a pool and he like, you know, does some prank to one of them and they, he grabs John, and this is why John is world champion. And John's like, no, 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 no. He'll kill me. He'll kill me. He was genuinely scared of his brother who he could fuck up easily. Yeah, just he because could. of the psychology, right? Although they do, they do both train too, but still, they're not going to be John anymore. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Sorry, but yeah, all of them. Um, um, uh, Chuck Liddell definitely had some fucked up shit happen, and that's why he keeps on wanting to fight. He's fifty some years old. He motherfucking barely talking. He still wants to fight. Um, uh, you Is he down, taking that many shots? At he, oh, he's rough. Man, is dude. it bad? It's, it's bad. bad. I'm sad about that. I like Chuck Liddell. It's oh. bad. And they they wheeled him out there and let him fight one last time against Tito. And Tito fucked him up, and that would never have happened. Yeah. Tito hadn't taken a whole lot of shots. I don't like Tito at all. Neither I've do I. I've never liked that fucker. Fuck Tito Ortiz and his whole crew. Up his nose with the rubber hose. That's I like the I fact say. that Forrest Griffin always owned his ass. Um, Forrest Griffin definitely had a rough go. I love Forrest Griffin. That is one of my favorite fucking people, reading his books. That guy no. should have never been in the fucking UFC. <laughs> you've, you've seen him. He's not athletic. Dude, he Forrest just Griffin. tried really fucking well, hard. That's, that's, that's another thing, too. Um I've always, you know, I've thought about, you know, I, I want to be talented like this guy or this guy. And then I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? And I told Annie this. Um, we are blessed with the fact that we have, and we don't have a small amount of ability. We've got ability. Like, I've, you know, I'm not terribly athletic, but I've always been strong. You know, that was never a thing. But I'm not gifted like other guys. But I have enough hunger that, that, that my, you know, little bit of ability can become something great. Uh, you know, 
seldom is the person who's handed all that who does something really, really with it. You know what I mean? It's always the person who is handed just enough to get a taste of it. And, and then they're the one who, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was not naturally gifted. He wasn't. He, he built himself into what he was. No, well, that's that's well, you know, it's 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 a it's a brain it's a brain game. Yeah, being an athlete's mostly in your head. What was it Yogi Berra said? <laughs> <laughs> Picnic baskets. <laughs> you, what Yogi Berra said? Uh, it was some sort of malapropism. Yeah, no, but he's, but it was really yeah. I liked him. He was goofy so ass. Baseball's. Seventy percent ath- uh, mental and eighty percent athletic, something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yogi. That's one hundred fifty percent. That's right. It is. <laughs> Let's play two. That, that, reminds, me, that reminds me of Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody has. Uh, if you like, uh, you don't really. Um, the children of billionaires that have had an easy life, you don't really know many of their names unless they're famous just for being famous. Well, see, None of them really do a whole that's lot one of anything thing, that's what I like. Well, that's why I like the Kennedys. The Kennedys weren't like that. Kennedys, uh, Joe and Jack and, and even Teddy, you know, even though Teddy was a far cry from the other two. Um, I mean, there are exceptions. E. E. Sure, but E.E. Like e. E. Cummings is one of them. Like he's like had like the model life, but still wound up being yeah. Of course, there's amazing. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. there are exceptions. Um, and that's why some it's like that you have you know royalty people like you know in, in like a story like the uh, like Game of Thrones where you have a cross section with the Targaryens. You've got some that are just absolute fucking scumbags. And then you have some, which a lot of them didn't make it in the show, so you wouldn't know about. But in the books, you read about some of them that were, you know, there's one, Baylor Breakspear. He was, he was a, a, a wonderful, intelligent, strong guy. Every, everybody loved him. Like, he was, he's the one who fought with uh, Sir Duncan the Tall in the Trial of Seven. Like, fought against his own nephew. His <laughs> own few? Yeah, he was... Because his nephew was the one who uh, Duncan had come up and punched out when he was breaking that girl's fingers. And he told him, you know, we'll give you a trial by seven. And he couldn't find enough men. And he's like, well, I've, I've got six. And he's like, well, that's not enough. He's like, well, I, I don't know what to do. He said, well, I'll fight with you. And then he came down off the Lord's throne and sat and suited up and was fighting with him. Suit up. And then he got killed in that battle, though. Um, his his brother actually uh, accidentally killed him. So, Yeah. And I do mean I'm, I'm pretty sure it was accidental Because you know His brother really did love him But anyway But I'm saying that You know the Kennedys Yeah they are an exception To that uh, You know Handed everything You know Let's just be Ginormous pieces of shit You know what I mean Who yeah, But then you have People like the DuPonts Who are A cross section Of scumbag humanity I mean they're just The fucking worst John DuPont with that whole thing with Foxcatcher and he even tried to do something and I actually felt kind of bad for him. I don't think he was mentally all there. I think that they were, they might have even been inbred, you know. Maybe it had some chemical damage. Oh! <laughs> hey! Hey! Those Teflon pacifiers didn't do too well. Guess somebody's got some aluminum <laughs> built up in that cranium. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I've always like 
people always like talk about, well, you know, JFK was this and this. Like, yeah, he was also volunteered for a war he didn't have to go fight. So does his brother, and his brother got killed. And Jack got bombed in a PT boat and with a broken back rescued a, a, a lot of his men. You know, he's a legitimate war hero. And then they, that's, that's one of the reasons I get so fucking pissed off when I hear people compare that lump of orange shit that, that is our president currently to John F. Kennedy. And I oh, tell the, them, the don't God, you fucking ever compare him to John F. Kennedy. The God Emperor? God, he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, you guys think we've done enough damage here? Sure. Fuck yeah. All right, what should we go out on? What do you think? I've got one. Go ahead. Do you? It's totally random. Thanks for listening, you bunch of queens. Yes. See, it's crazy, dog, because you give a nigga this emotion that. Episode 217. Exists in a nigga no more. See, like, I don't even want to be. See you on the other if side. I can't be with you. I don't want to tell. If I can't be with you, shout it out. Fuck I get this love from Dustin, you roses And baby, when I ride, I wanna ride for you And baby, when I die, I wanna die with you Great, you know I'ma keep it a stack like a thousand dollars, boo Great, you know I'ma keep it a stack, I never lie to you Ain't no point in living if I can't live my life with you Great, if you ain't right by my side, I don't know what I'm gonna do I wanna live, if I can't be with you, shawty, I don't wanna